0: So you qualify. Killer. Killer. <laughs> Killer. You know what time it is. Killer. Them boys are back. Killer. 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 Uh, uh, we still got the bitches in the building too.
1: <laughs> the titties are in the screen. <laughs> Killer. Killer. Killer for murder, once no weed down Just be child, the OG style And how I used to used be wild. wild the story of Cameron and Zeke Giles <laughs> One way, rolling to the P now Yeah, the old scout, old child, you wasn't there Zeke snitched if he did I would be doing a hundred years Did the interstate, big city, tiny ones Took over niggas' tears, Black tie, tiny bumps And some me done Cars, cribs Money Had to find me some Seat right behind me, done done He played by all the rules That's why the house is his The cars All the drools Young niggas all the fools The regular married with children Dog, nana This is
0: my shit, man Off
1: his cool. cool. Couldn't live that life I need a, a lot Had too much class I ain't rebut to school if they report <laughs> to school i caught the stool and thought the fool took off his jewels thought he cool in the mouth they often drew. shout
0: out to the bitches in the building this should be taught to you
1: your money don't matter what you can't afford to do is fuck them. we got titties in the building baby hide your mom, police protection that's when i'm cordial cars convert oh uh, yeah tv's are portable fiends online coke lines they come to support them <laughs>
0: To my homie, we not having that. Get him in the club when that shit. Rest in peace, prodigy. Keep thinking this again. Get your man jokes. I'm never under pressure, never seen half
1: shook. Love money, I would drop. Hell broke loose. All the drama ain't no telling who I'm gonna shoot. Check my motherfucking resume. Catch time with the mother. Do it with your own wrist, chain gap, when the train on your gems and juice. Tear drop, cause death is a tear jerker. Well, the shot is strapped up to a steel girder. It's foul how they took out, took it. All this foul shit I did, they should've took me. Smoke it, smoke mmm, that's a slow toe. Looking for the homies, going to small toes. I'm holding, cock back, nigga, move slow, the moment. Need the trigger and the foe foe They you know this, niggas stitching for the boat foes I'm neck fingers, no. I'm like the okay. cool. I'm back in 06 baby. You know, you 2006. cool on the t-shirts because they hate us. like Snoop, step your game off. They said music was trash during that time. Fuck no. Last, last cut, tuck chain up. Liberace fingers, niggas your up. Just last week I was out Me and Puff off the plane, both shout out to the bitches. Before that I was out Where the bitches at? My could not not be Where the fucking titties? Clear yeah, me in like 10 hoes. Call from the cell phone, give me that insult. I know what you're thinking, me, yeah, so Okay, everybody needs Mr. answer like I was patty
0: wagon closing.
1: She was yours, you're capping and cazoon. I would just assume when you could. Oh, yeah. But I got one question. Fuck y'all been doing. Pyrex stirs turned into Kabali first. The full main cat when I
0: weighed the kitty purse. All my niggas caked up selling gray and beige dust. Had that money right or end up in the trunk caked up. It's so fast. I'm in the vibe right now. The
1: boy, that old boy. Oh, man. Once upon a time in the project, yo, I watched my uncle Greg put these on his six-fold. I watched it on Monday, so he bought me a gold chain. Shop crack and watch color, so I soaked up game. Let's go. Apollo on his lap, that was my role model. Used to let me kill the corner of his 40-ounce bottle. On the weekend, him and... Happy Saturday! Back to one weekend, my uncle got stabbed to death. He Got murdered by a fiend, my pops ain't like that. He was from block, they used to call him me. A-
2: the gems and two crazy
1: ass nigga with a black panther jack, kill a nigga, cross him out on his comedy hat. Told me when I got older. I would understand that it's blood in, blood out, and ain't no co- no coming back. Summers went by, we <laughs> moved across the tracks. Thirteen, that's when I had my first Oh English <laughs> Let's go. I'm in the vibe, man. Let's go. Let's go. go. And in Shout out to Bun-B. I had to put some Houston in it somehow. Play, drink, and cry, and
2: the the gems and juice. So Network. So we always got work, so we ain't got to get work. And if you ain't getting your work from us, you about to get jerk. Your first we've been whipping the YOLA system records. Decided to take the coca Coca-Cola. Hold a roll as the king of the drill. The underground is well. You can step in the ring
1: when you feel let's go. It sound the sound of bell. They say I haters in this game, but the grind I'm and loving. Love it. Love it. <laughs> be paying, so let's hey, that's push the haters. I got the make, I got to stop soon as I found the streets, I find it closer.
0: Happy Saturday, people. <laughs> Welcome in to the best motherfucking podcast in the motherfucking world. You know what it is, man. It's your boy, Figgy Fig. With my motherfucking dog, Ryan Rocket. We back like we never motherfucking
3: left. Let's go. <laughs> I'm hyped. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Ace Towns Funk Master Flex over here. I'm going to call you Fig Master Fig or something. We got to figure out something <laughs> with you, man that's a good good mix to get everything hyped man
0: chitty chitty bass better watch out man
3: nah man I, I'm dog. Taking the gigs i i haven't seen <laughs> uh jasmine actually dj yet so i i, I gotta <laughs> <laughs> i gotta see that first man but she yeah you got the you got you got the delivery coming down man i don't know she got some tough competition she got a she got a campaign for that spot as the uh, resident dj I, on the yeah. I I, I
0: I actually seen her DJ a little bit. She kinda got it down packed. She got she had the earphones and she was scratching a little bit, blending and okay. fading and all that. I ain't gonna lie, I, I won't I won't disrespect any DJ because I am not a DJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like to be a DJ, we uh shout out to um Bruce Wayne. We had Bruce Wayne on. Yeah. I feel like to be a DJ, you actually gotta, you know, blend and scratch and all this shit. Real records. Mm -hmm. i'm 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 considered the the computer dj (laughs) so i i I got virtual dj so i i do all that shit i I won't consider myself a dj but i def i'm definitely an mc (laughs) all
3: right yeah you are man you are and you're a step above the people who don't dj but still call themselves dj like a dj academics or other certain people dj khaled Maybe at one point Khaled was actually DJ. Actually, I think I Khaled think does did. still DJ. Yeah,
0: I think yeah, I think he did DJ at one point. I think he was DJing for a radio station at
3: one point. Yeah, early Yeah, fair enough.
0: But uh, his current job, I, I would say, is he's not DJing, DJing. Yeah, he's not the tip.
3: He's not the DJ Clue. I would say. Or nah, the, or DJ the, Clue was barely a DJ too, man.
0: He was. Scra- I like, give him credit. He was. He was out there nah, early on.
3: Nah. He was out there the, early on. <laughs> the tapes I heard, all that nigga did was scream <laughs> <laughs> on tracks. You, I remember the game when the game had his beef against G Unit. That was one of the things he said. Scrapped some records, DJ <laughs> Clue. What the fuck you doing? <laughs> I, like, I he, think, he was kind of a fake DJ.
0: I think. I think he kind of. Uh, I think early on, though, um, in New Obviously, this ain't a New York podcast. But I think the New York stories, there um, and all the New York stories, he was a DJ running around and actually, you know, doing parties and shit like that. I don't. I think he stepped away from that because he started being more in the studio, creating albums and producing. And it, obviously, his albums, he wasn't no, you know, K. Slay or nothing like that. But um, I, I think if as long as you can scratch records and blend and all that shit, real records. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I I would say you a DJ, <laughs> yeah. Fat Tony a DJ too, man. Friend of the show, Fat yeah. Tony. He
0: is that's a DJ. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, shit, that viral video that come around every time
3: mm-hmm. always <laughs> made me smile, man. He he was getting it. Bro. He was getting it. <laughs> now nah, he was, man. What was that? Uh, a too short blow to whistle and, and some uh, country song. Yeah, I forget the name of that song now. Midnight something. I can't fucking remember. That shit was hot, man. So shout out to him and all the real DJs out there doing the thing. Cool mix by you, Figgy. Another good job with that. Um, Getting us hype on this beautiful Saturday to get into a whole new episode of J Prince. Tell the people what they're listening to right now. The gems and juice. We are back at it. A lot to break down. Some more more new music, man. I think we're getting to a time of year where we're actually going to have a lot of music to break down. It seems like it's getting hot the drought outside, is man. over. It's getting hot yep.
0: outside. Everything opening up.
3: so people Summer coming. Up. Summer's coming. Tours are starting up again. People need some new hits. People need something to dance to. Um, I think we're going to have the Drake album sooner rather than later. Uh, some people, including Isaiah Rashad, who I just remembered I brought to, to that song to listen to that song again <laughs> but uh people are waking up man rumors that kendrick might be coming back too so yeah we're getting to the point of the year where the drought is over and i think mm-hmm. we're gonna see a whole lot of new projects from artists we've been kind of not hearing a whole lot from lately so yeah gonna get into that and a whole lot of other things to talk about this weekend this lovely mother's day weekend also shout out to all the mothers out there shout out to all the men who got up. Do more shit for another yet another woman holiday. You know. <laughs> damn, man.
0: I thought you was uh, look, I thought you was giving credit to the women this one time.
3: Look, you, man. You turned
0: into give, Kevin Samuels.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I give credit to women, but y'all got too many damn and the days where men gotta get you shit. Yeah. And then not to mention, we gotta get you shit just cuz too. Yeah. You know, it can never just be. I seen a video with a nigga, a traitor. Uh, I call him a traitor <laughs> talking about how, oh, it's the first and he got paid and he didn't get you nothing. He didn't. Oh, <laughs> like, man. oh, so he a payday the- means you get a gift. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was blowing my mind, man. <laughs> so not only are we supposed to give y'all gifts on uh, every pay- first and 15th. <laughs> now we got to get you gifts for also anniversaries, anniversaries birthdays valentine's, mother's day yeah. valentine's day christmas you yeah. got to get shit for thanksgiving mm-hmm. like it, it never seems to end with with what men are i i guess it, it's, it, to be fair this is all cap nobody really lives like this but yeah. online people act like this is what men are supposed to do and just not even question it but yeah.
0: Whatever. I, I realize women really don't. um I ain't going to say all women, but a lot of women are not like this, though.
3: The, um, yeah. Hey,
0: I, I want to give on every check. I want to give here, there, there. Like a re- if it's your real woman, she might be like, ah, hey, babe, you ain't got to give me. I know you love me. <laughs> you know, feel free to give me something. But, you know, don't stress out about it. Th- those are the w- re- I feel like those are the real women out there that's that uh, you'll most likely run into, not the Instagram (laughs) scenarios.
3: No, it a hundred percent is. I just worry about the men and women who are affected by reading strangers talk about shit on the internet and thinking that's how life is going to be there. I see a lot of men acting dejected talking about, I just don't know how to deal with women. You know, they want so much. And I'm like, no, they really don't. Yeah. Just be a good stand up guy. And I'm not saying you can be a bum, but you ain't got to be rich to have a yeah. nice girl. Go so, go
0: out and meet a girl. Don't yes. don't try to talk to a girl on Instagram. Don't try to talk to a girl on Twitter. Go yes. actually go out somewhere and have a internet some <laughs> have a conversation <laughs> with a woman.
3: Internet macking for me has only led to disaster, man. Yes, like, I, I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people pull uh, off of social media, but I can't do it, man. It's the, not the, the only worth way. It.
0: The only way you could do it is if you if you know that girl through somebody, through somebody. So, yeah. it, 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 you like, the girl got to know who you are from somebody else or that's, that's so-and-so homeboy or it got to be something like that. But if it's just a plain old girl that you don't know at all and she don't know you, she will, she will set you up and screenshot you and embarrass mm-hmm. you
3: and it will go viral. Yes, so... <laughs> Everybody protect your happiness, protect your space. But I will give a fair shout out to all the mothers out there. I'll wrap it up with something nice. Y'all do a whole lot and y'all know what y'all do. So appreciate all the women out here. Hope y'all have a great, if we have any women listeners who are mothers, I really doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but in case yeah. we do, a uh, shout out to all y'all. Hope y'all yeah. had a lovely Mother's Happy
0: Day. Happy Mother's Day to my mom, Pat. Happy Mother's Day to my niece. All my nieces got babies now, man. That that okay. made, that really made me feel like a piece of shit because I ain't got no kids, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they they beat me <laughs> to the punch. But
3: um,
0: yeah, happy um, happy Mother's Day to uh, my oldest niece um, Nisha, my second oldest niece Alexis, and my my youngest niece Diasha, who just had a baby probably like a month ago. So oh wow, yeah, happy birthday to yo! Happy birthday to my sisters. Or um, Mother's Day to my sisters. <laughs> yeah, happy Mother's Day. You
3: know, thanks for that, Figgy. Now I got to do a Mother's Day message, there too. You <laughs> <laughs> so I don't look like an asshole here. And it's funny because my mother actually called me out. She was like, how come you never talk about me or tweet about me or talk about me on your podcast? <laughs>
0: what you going
3: to talk about? Like, about? <laughs> <laughs> like, today, my mother told Actually, I do bring up my mom sometimes. I brought her up last time, I believe. Mm. but did, she don't listen to my little podcast i didn't see you tweet about her uh, yes making- i did and I, sh- <laughs> and I showed her that tweet because she said i never tweeted about her i said i just <laughs> tweeted about you three days ago and then she looked it up and i don't think she's even seen it yet but she's gonna be mad <laughs> but yeah she knew what she was doing making me watch marlon Wayne's sex tuplets movie and her and my mm. sister i blame them both i know we getting we off topic but fuck yeah. it that movie is terrible man <laughs> i'm talking about some of the worst like there have been plenty of bad comedies I've seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, I walked out of one that was really bad. I forget. It was one of those scary movie type movies, you know, one of them parody things. Date movie. Date movie. Date I walked of- out. The first movie I walked out of Damn.
0: It take was Date to- movie. It take
3: a lot to walk out of a movie, man. It does. Because even if it's bad, you're chilling. you probably eating food. You're chilling with, with a woman or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I went with my cousin, I think. But yeah, I walked out. Actually, Did I? I think I went with my cousin. Yeah, we walked out that bitch, man. It was awful. Damn. Awful movie. And this was up there. If I was watching Marlon Wayans' sex tuplets in the theater, I probably would have thrown my popcorn bag at the screen and walked away because (laughs) it was terrible. But aside from that, happy Mother's Day (laughs) (laughs) to my mother, Lisa Rocket, and my sister, uh, Rocky. They doing their thing, and I gotta shout them out. So, yeah, happy Mother's Day to everybody. Anyway, now to the main event. We got some new music to break down, man. Um, tragic, tragic, tragic news to break first. You know, you always we always want to get this stuff out first. You know, all, all the bad news, <laughs> and there's some more bad news this week. I hate to, I hate to break it to people. It's very unfortunate, very tragic. Um, Jermaine Cole is back in the studio and he has released a new song. <laughs> and he's also <laughs> Is that Jasmine and her friends? <laughs> her J. Cole stands getting excited see for the them, new J. Cole album. They see a video of him in the studio
0: <laughs> in front of a microphone, <laughs> and they <laughs> wow,
3: chop bars. Wow. Wow. J. Cole is back. He, I don't have to struggle to get to sleep no more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can save money getting that ZZZ quill. Man. I don't need that shit no more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: shit, you, so, could go, you could go to sleep on this album better than fucking rain at night. <laughs> <laughs>
3: to, to be fair, we haven't heard the album yet. And we're going to review the album. The re- album comes out next week. So I will reserve judgment. Look, I actually, to be fair, I didn't think J. Cole's last album was that bad. I listened to it and I thought it was okay. but I'm still not getting excited for new J. Cole music. Him, him and Big Sean are two rappers who I will never be excited for. (laughs) I don't know why. I just don't like them or really care for their music too much. But we are a fair and balanced podcast. And we are going to review it with open eyes. You know, n- n- no, who, who cares what they did in the past or if they're boring or annoying or get into beast with women on Twitter for no reason? <laughs> who cares? We're going to break down the music for its content and quality. And J. Cole released a new song It's called Interlude, <laughs> which is a weird thing to name a single. But OK, he's artsy. You see his hair. Clearly, he is way beyond us in his thinking. Look
0: at his dirty shoes.
3: (laughs) 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 Wow, look at his dirty shoes. Look, man, clearly he doesn't care about materialistic things. (laughs) That's why his music always goes number one and he brags about it on his song. But hey, he doesn't care about those things. You know, he's so above and beyond our, our realm of thinking. Anyway, jokes aside, let's break it down, man. Uh, Since I have already came off as a hater, I'm going to let you start, man. Let's be fair, Figgy. Let's give J. Cole a chance. He dropped a new song called Interlude. What did you think about this new song?
0: I'm mad you passed it to me because I might be more harsh than you, man. (laughs) Honestly, man, I, I feel like this was probably one of the worst J. Cole songs that he released as a single. Oh wow! I, I'm not sure if this is a single. He probably say, "Ah, oh, this not really a single, or this probably ain't gonna be on the album or some shit." But as far as like anticipated J. Cole releases or music or single songs or whatever, this is probably the worst one, man. I was listening to it. I, I really didn't get it. It seemed like he was super basic with the rhymes, and I know that's another debate where people feel like he already basic. <laughs> I, I, he ain't about to n- Nas or, you know, whoever you to death with bars, but it was super basic, man. If you would have played this, if, if somebody on the street gave this to me, I pr- <laughs> honestly, you know, I'm not super critical when it comes to music or bars, but I probably would have thought, um, this guy, he got a long way to go. He, he, I, he got something right there, but, Um, as years go goes on he'll probably be good later on that's how I felt about with this single it was uh, the the, it was just super plain and to top it off with the mic drop he he had the infamous line of (laughs) Jesus Christ dying at 33 and also Nipsey and Pimp C so to me I I, that was that was the part where I kind of cringed at that point I know the song was over but I skipped that song right after that. I, I was not impressed at all. This, I'm, I'm usually excited for J Cole releases. I I always check out J Cole projects whenever it drops. This song made me not want to check out the J Cole project <laughs> because if if this one of the best songs you got, if if this is the one song you want the world to hear to um, get people excited for the album, this album is in trouble, man. <laughs> If this is, you know, we want to we want to put something out there to make you go grab it. If this is the one song you want out there to have people go to your album. I'm very worried about this album, man. I'm sorry, Jasmine. <laughs> I don't know if she liked the <laughs> song, but I do, I think this is probably one of the worst Jay J. Cole songs that he released. I, wow. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, in history, but a song he bring out to the front and say, hey, you know, I'm dropping a song. I got an album coming out soon. To me, this is at the bottom of the list.
3: So what in particular do you really not like? It is it just the lyrics or do you not like the production? Like, what in particular did you not really like about this track to make it the worst you've heard from it him? Was,
0: it was kind, to me, it was kind of dry. I, honestly, I really didn't care for the beat. The, the, I, I didn't really care for the beat. Um, to me, the lyrics was very, I don't want to say boring, but to me, it, it kind of came off as a um a early rapper that was just getting his feet wet. I, J Cole been in the game for a long time now. He he ain't no rookie, and I felt like his bars should be a little more sharp than what he came across in this song. To me, uh, to me, I would expect something like this from uh, Cordae. That's how I think we we <laughs> we reviewed the Cordae album uh, when it dropped. And I kind of felt about that with him. I, I I felt like he was good, and the ceiling was high for him, but you could kind of hear the the rawness of you know, hey, he got he got the lyrics, but give him some time to go through some shit, and years later, he might he might be the guy that peep that, that be you know up there with Kendrick. So um, to me, it's just weird that J Cole been in the game this long. And he kind of came up with nursery rhymes to me because we won't get this from Kendrick. Uh, Shit. We could, we could look at Kendrick's last album. It was nothing really nursery. He he ain't really had a nursery rhymes. You could tell he getting better and better. I, I, this song didn't come across like that. This, this kind of, this kind of come across as a, um, a old washed up rapper trying to, you know, still do what he did before. Like a, you know, there's no disrespect, but kind of like a Cassidy. If you hear a new Cassidy song right now, the bars are kind of bland and it's kind of like, yeah, this would have worked in 06. But right now, every everybody is way more advanced with their bars. So this is kind of vanilla. This, to me, this song was very vanilla and, and the bars was very vanilla.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll say, personally, I didn't think the song was that was really bad. But when you think of the context, J. Cole ain't dropped an album or really any music in about, what, two years? He's had a couple of loosies. He had the single going at No Name last year, which he honestly should have kept. You know, <laughs> that, that did nothing but hurt him, honestly. Um, I honestly kind of feel like this song would be received better if he dropped this song last year, maybe mm-hmm. instead of that no name disc, which was just kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Um, th- dropping this in anticipation of a- an album was pretty weak. Um, it-, it says a lot that if you think this is one of his strongest songs, I don't know, like I, I. I, I try to give J. Cole a chance. Like, just impress me. Let me see what other people see. Let me see what Jasmine see. Let me see what his fans see. I didn't want to see some from J. Cole, you know. Like, just impress me, man. I, I he can rap. I I'm not gonna sit here and act like he can't rap. I'm not gonna act sit here and act like his albums have bad production. You know, I can't do that. I'm not gonna lie. He is a toler, tolerable rapper. You know, he can rap. And his production is good. His albums sound all right. But when you name the top three rappers, or at least the top two, most people going to say, at least the new, new niggas, they're going to say J. Cole and Kendrick. Hmm. Usually. Yeah. And Kendrick, I understand. You know, I'm not a huge, huge fan of Kendrick either, but I understand he takes real risks with his music yeah. and he actually puts out great content. J. Cole, I just don't see it, man. I ain't seen it since day one. And I've been listening to him since day one. So so you like, think he's very safe? Pretty much, yeah. I, I don't think he really has an identity, you know. Yeah. And I know his fans will disagree. We're going to get into it. When, when when the album comes out, we're going to debate with Jasmine because I'm sure she's going to have rebuttals to everything. And I kind of want to hear it. But like I said, I, I want to hear what people, his fans, think about him. Because, you know... He was getting comparisons to Jay-Z early in his career, and I just never heard it. I never heard that kind of lyrical complexity. I never heard that hit-making ability. I never heard any kind of thing to imply that he was that kind of package as a rapper. Mm -hmm. So this song comes along, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to hear it. I I see the line, the famous line, first, and that's what put my mind already in the bad space. (laughs) And the line we're referring to is the end of this song yeah. where he says uh Christ went to heaven at age 33 and so did Pimp C, so did nib C mm-hmm. which when I when I saw that posted I'm like oh. <laughs> but but when I heard it in the song I was like okay this is the type of bar that you should just put in the middle of going in on yeah. something It but be, the fact that it shouldn't be the vocal point
0: of the song
3: This was the mic drop moment for him, man. Like, you could tell when he wrote this, he thought it was so fire that he was just going to end the track and Mm -hmm. say, fuck it. Now they know I'm back. (laughs) J. Cole is back. He's running the game again. (laughs) It's like, this is very, There's a like, it's a clever, kind of clever bar, but it's something people have pointed out, timeless, the whole age 33 people dying thing. It came off sounding like a Facebook post and- it, it, it just, it wasn't as clever as he thought it was. And it just kind of, to me, goes into his whole persona. I think he thinks he's way better than he is. You know, his whole, this song, he's just bragging about how great of a rapper and how much he sells and shit and talking, to, playing that in the street violence. And it was, I don't know, after all that's happened this past year or two, I feel like he should have more to say. And I'm sure he will on the album, but this just didn't impress me, man. It I I won't say it was his worst. I, I won't go as far as you did to say it was his worst. But I was just completely unimpressed. And it 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 deflated any. If I had any excitement for this new album, it just deflated all of it. Now I'm just gonna do it because that's what we do on this podcast. Is listen to <laughs> it's, new
0: music. It's your homework.
3: Yes, it's a homework <laughs> assignment. I got to listen to the whole J Cole album without turning it off. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the sacrifices we make for the podcast, man. Y'all got to appreciate it, okay? We listen to shit so y'all don't have to.
0: Yeah.
3: And we will, we will listen to the J Cole album so you won't have to. Yeah. But uh, uh yeah, that that
0: Yeah, I'm I'm look- I'm looking at the lyrics now. And you know I ain't trying to do I ain't trying to do that one show where you just read a lyric and
3: grade it because I
0: know sometimes it t- is out of content is the way you say it, mm-hmm.
3: but
0: just it's just I don't know it's just so bland my my homie homie I knew
3: you were gonna point that out because I was looking at that too my
0: homie homie got out on parole he sold more Coca Cola than the soda comp- industry I, I look I expect. I expect more and I'm being super critical because I am I am a fan. I think he I think that uh, Forest Hill Drive was a, a, a great album. I, I love that album. But just as a J. Cole fan, just somebody who you know, somebody like J. Cole who's been around for years, I just think he could do better than this, man. <laughs> this is something I would expect on his early mixtapes or maybe his first or second album. But he deep in now, man. And this is what you got. I just I don't know. Because it's not like he it's it's not like he's Jay-Z where he got a story to tell.
3: Yes. Where he,
0: you know, he addressing a lot of things or getting super personal. He not even doing that. it's just like, man, like that's all you got. <laughs> and that's the that's the song you you know, I, I wouldn't even be mad at this song if it was just on the album as an interlude. And you know, like okay, it's there okay? But is the, this is this, this is the one thing that's that you're presenting to us, and we, we like I, I can't get excited about this album. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's just very you know, for his stand, I'm not saying this these lyrics are bad, but for his standard man, because we we got him up there with Jake uh, with uh, Kendrick J Cole. It was always. It was always Kendrick, J. Cole, Big Sean. Um, people would throw Wale in there. He was always up. To, it was always Kendrick, then J. Cole, <laughs> like Jay Z, Nas. And I just don't, I just don't see this, man. I'm, yeah, I, I just don't see it, man. This one, I was very disappointed.
3: Yeah, and another thing that he does in this song that I'm getting tired of. And Drake does this a lot too, and I get tired of him doing it too. When you've been famous and rich for 10, 15 years, I don't want to hear about how hard it was coming up. Okay. <laughs> Enough. You've been rich longer than people people been alive, dog. Come on, man. You you a 15 year career at this point, and you're still talking about back when I was eating ramen, back when I was struggling coming up. Like Drake does this a whole lot too, I guess, mm-hmm. it's to make his music more relatable, but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work. Drake has been famous for two since 2009. Yeah. Really, before that, he was on TV. He was on fucking Degrassi. So I don't want to hear. And we're of course with mob ties, so we uh, with all due respect, <laughs> but, <laughs> but so I, I don't want to hear. <laughs> thank you, Jay Prince. He, <laughs> he 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 forgave us for sinning against Drake, but. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear rappers talk about the, how hard it was and how they had to struggle to come up when they then mm-hmm. famous for 10, 15 years, man. I don't want to hear it. Enough. Rap mm-hmm. about something else. Is yeah. your life so boring that you can only reflect on the past of shit that happened 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. If that, if it even happened, yeah. to rap about.
0: <laughs> Whoa, thank God we survived around. Where terrorists hovered, <laughs> though traumatized, wouldn't trade it f- for nothing. Through hard times, I it was there I discovered the hustle and making it the best out of the struggles. It, it's just like I don't know. It's just I just suspect more from Jay. Pr- I got him. I'm not Jay Prince, but J Cole. <laughs> I, I got him up there, man. And we, you know, we waited a long. T- it's been a minute since his last project, so. This all this time, this is what you got. It's kind of like it's, I'm not comparing these two, but it's kind of like um Chance the Rapper. Chance mm-hmm. the, people been anticipating an album or a project for a minute, and when he dropped that shit, that that last project, it's kind of like damn. Like what was you doing all that time? <laughs> you know what I mean, like like people had you up there, like you was. You, you was fucking taking pictures with michelle obama man <laughs> people looked at you <laughs> like that like one of the best um, in the game at that moment and you dropped this shit so i just i, I don't know i just don't get it man Ho- hopefully the album is better but to me this is a bad sign when you drop a a, a song like this before the album
3: yeah, and, and we'll be fair and reserve judgment until the album comes out. Maybe maybe this was a, just a bad song he picked. Maybe he just thought it was a good song to make people remember yeah, that he's hope, a good rapper.
0: Hopefully it's kind of like, I think, what what was the last joint that, um, I think Nas dropped a single? I forgot yes. what it
3: was. Uh, J- something, Jeroe. Yes. but it had the Al Jarrell sample. Yes. yes, and that song was awful. Yeah, was
0: that for the lost? I think that was for the lost, lost tapes, tapes too. too. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that album was actually okay. <laughs> it was just that it was that was just a weird single to drop. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe maybe it's, maybe it's like that. Maybe that might be the worst song on the album, but it's just a bad sign, man. <laughs>
3: It is, man. And I've worried that J. Cole might just be uninspired. He already retired from giving people features, you know, yeah. for whatever reason. So maybe maybe like at, at some point you start to look at these rappers doing albums and you can tell they're just doing a job. Yeah. You know, I, like
0: I, I kind of think that's what this is because I kind of been through that too, where I was kind of struggling to come up with something, and whatever I came up with was kind of bullshit. Where I'm mm-hmm. just like, man, I could tell I'm trying too much, so I just set the pen down and just walked away a little bit until I came up with something. M- maybe this is it. Maybe he's not really inspired. Maybe he's—I uh, don't want to say he's pressured to drop something, but maybe he's not really inspired and he got to, you know, he want to put out something. Maybe I don't know if he—I what, what, don't know what label he on. Maybe he kind of pressured from the label to put something together. But maybe he's just not really inspired by anything, because these these lyrics are kind of basic
3: to me. Yeah, um, and, and after what's happened these last two years, especially if you're a, a so-called conscious rapper, like it's hard for you to not be inspired. Like I, that's why I'm still surprised that Kendrick ain't drop nothing. Yeah, you know all that's happened and you can't drop at least a single. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Uh, what label is? Dion, is, he, is he still with Rock Nation? Rock Nation, yeah. Let me see. Uh I think it's yeah, it's Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. So Interscope or I'm seeing a bunch of labels. Dreamville, Rock Nation, Interscope, Sony Music Entertainment, oh, and Columbia. He, oh, that brother, <laughs> that brother is signed. That brother is signed and sealed. He, he signed to a nigga that signed to a nigga that signed to another nigga. <laughs> he so looking like uh who
0: was it on the Breakfast Club ain't know who he was signed to?
3: Lil was Blue, Yachty.
0: Your, your or was Lil, it maybe? Him or Blueface. So it was one of them.
3: Yeah, it might have been Blueface. Sound yeah, like something it, Blueface would say. Yeah,
0: he had no idea who he was. <laughs> we was all yeah,
3: bird. man just said, "Like I'll take care of that blip boy.
0: Don't worry about it's that. Time to- <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, go
0: pick you out the new car.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll reserve judgment, but yeah, as far as our rating, I think we can both say this was pig pen status, pig pen mentality.
0: <laughs> yes,
3: the pig pen mentality in J Cole's head right now. Hopefully the rest of the music, like, we'll give it a fair listen. Now, I'm trying to be fair. I'm trying to be fair with yeah. J. Cole, man, because I, I know fan. his fans see something. Yeah,
0: man. I'm a fan, too. I, I'm not a Jasmine type of fan, but <laughs> J. Cole is one of the people, when he drop a project the first thing in the morning, when I'm getting ready. I, I will listen to it. it. That's not something I will wait to listen to later on. I, that's something I first thing in the morning, I cut that on and go through it, listen to the whole thing.
3: All right, all right. So we'll, we'll see. You we have a, a fan perspective, or well, some more of a fan than me. And yeah, I have a more pessimist, fan. but yeah, we'll see. And we'll, we will give it a fair listen next week. It's supposed to be dropping next Friday. So we will listen to it and let you know our our thoughts, our fair and balanced thoughts. We're like the Fox News uh, podcast. We're fair and <laughs> balanced people. We have no <laughs> agendas here except the mob ties agendas, of course. <laughs> anyway, um, another album, dropped, I forgot to ask you if you listen to this, but uh, uh, MF Doom and Zarface. Zarface is a, a trio. It's uh, 7L and Esoteric, a producer 7L, a rapper Esoteric, and also Inspected Deck from Mutang. Mm. Our Zarface, they did their second album with MF Doom, came out uh, Friday. It's a uh, no features on it, except for, of course, them and uh it's a a follow-up i think they had an album a couple years maybe longer it was metal face uh meets Sour face or something but uh this album was apparently finished it was supposed to release according to them last year covid stuff got in the way it didn't get finished of course mf doom sadly died i I, sometimes i forget mf doom's dead man and it depresses me yeah i miss mf doom Mm -hmm. But they they did drop this album, really the first project we've heard from MF Doom with new content since he died, since we knew he died, on December 31st. He died October 31st. We didn't know about it until the end of 2020. So he dropped this album. I'll give you a quick review, man. Uh, I think this was a lot better than the first MF Doom and Zarface album. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't think the, uh, the first one, the production was all that great. It sounded kind of rock and roll kind of more, I don't know if you heard the Victor Vaughn in doom albums, it sounded kind of more like that, mm. which the production is kind of hit or miss on those albums. For me, it's more, I don't know, electronic based, not so much sample based or boom bath based. I wasn't a huge fan of the production. So I I w I didn't like it all that much. This album, I think is a lot better. I think it has a more classic hip-hop sound. I think the samples are back. It sounds like some Wu-Tang-ish type stuff at some moments. Um, I think it fits the rappers more as well with the production, too. So I was bumping this this morning, man. I I, I played a f- several tracks back. I think the, uh, what's it called? Zar, Zarwin Theory of People Getting Down. That song is hard. Mm. uh doom unto others super hard like there are some tracks i be i I hit replay several times man um feels good to hear mf doom again the only problem the only criticism i really have is the same criticism i have for the first album there's not enough mf doom on it (laughs) um there are some songs where there's no mf doom on it Mm. and there are some songs where he's just dropping four to eight bars -hmm. And I need more than that, man. It's Doom, dog. We we really here to see Doom and inspect a deck. Yeah. So I don't care about that other rapper.
0: So I wonder if um was this album done or um was it was it incomplete and they just completed the rest without Doom?
3: I think that's the case. I think it was incomplete. They didn't finish it. But even the first album was technically finished and it didn't have enough mf doom mm. on it for me mm. if you say mf doom is on the album if you call it an mf doom album i'm expecting him to be on every song yeah and when he's missing from some the other guy there's a there's another rapper esoteric who's i mean i'm not gonna sit there and say he's a bad rapper i never heard of him before this whole Zar face thing he's more underground he's not a bad rapper but he ain't mf doom or he, he ain't Inspected deck yeah. So, so he I, we weaken really, all the time. Yes. And he had a couple <laughs> songs just to himself.
0: It's always like, that's all I think that's always the case. I I always wondered about that because it was like that with Dipset. Whenever they have like a big project, uh Cam will only be on like two songs. You yes. will just be on two songs. And it'd be a whole bunch of J.R. Ryder and Hellrail. <laughs> uh, forty whole, Cal. A whole bunch of forty cal. It's just like, damn, like no disrespect to these dudes, but you know, I want to hear more Cam, Jimmy and, um, Joels.
3: <laughs> yes. We, they got on, like, I understand you want to break some people, but you, y'all know what we here for. Yeah. And in this album, we were here for NF doom and Inspector deck. If this other guy, if he'd never rapped, I wouldn't have cared less. And like <laughs> I say, he's not a bad rapper, but you're taking up space that could have went to either Inspector deck or MF doom. Yeah. And, I just, I wasn't a fan of it. I wanted to hear them rap. Yeah. And uh, Inspector Deck delivers, man. He's still like, I always believed he was one of the best, if not the best lyricists in in uh, Wu-Tang. Mm. His verse first on Triumph, man, come on. Like, I don't think there's yeah. a better Wu-Tang verse than the first verse of Triumph. Yeah. Like, he I, murdered that shit, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so I always thought he was very underrated. I think he might be the best lyricist in that group. And he did his thing on his album, man. NF Doom, lyrically he delivered, but it's hard to hear. And this was a problem with a lot of his late projects. Um, He started his words a lot. Hmm. And it was very difficult, his delivery. It was hard to understand what he was saying. Uh, I already had to go to Rap Genius (laughs) for a few of these songs, man, because I couldn't hear them. And the, the lyrically, he's still on point, but the delivery is just... Sloppier, and and that was a problem with the last Starface album, too. Mm. Um, it it was hard to understand MF Doom. I don't know if he was sick at the time or what was going on. Nobody knows what was going on with MF Doom, yeah. People don't know how he died or anything. We'll probably never know what how he died, yeah, until somebody makes a documentary like years down the line, yeah. But uh, overall, you know, I highly recommend it if you are an Inspector Deck and MF Doom fan. Production's nice, good album, short about 35 minutes, but still cool concepts. It it sounds like a vintage MF Doom album with the skits, superhero motifs. Like Mm -hmm. it sounds like the old school, except for the delivery, which, Mm -hmm. you know, he couldn't help. But it sounds like a vintage MF Doom album production wise. Not enough from him, MF Doom himself, for my liking, but still solid. I'll give it a well, I, we only have two ratings on this, so I would say yeah. it is definitely qualified. Qualified,
0: <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna have to check that out.
3: Okay, no, I think I know you'll enjoy it, man. I know yeah. you enjoy it. It was a good listen, okay. So, there you go. That's our reviews for the music this week. Uh, I, I listened to like, a
0: couple of other things too. Um, I, I listened to uh, we mentioned Isaiah Rashad not that long ago. Oh
3: yeah, that's right. I forgot.
0: He dropped a joint with um featuring Duke Deuce. So it's a, te- oh, yeah. a little Tennessee action on it. That was that was an interesting collab to me. <laughs> because I I always look at Isaiah Rashad as more of a conscious type of rapper. But um his collab with Duke Deuce, I, I thought the song was hard. I I put that in the playlist, man. It was it was dope. It's was, it's was always good to hear. It's always good to hear Duke Deuce. I, did we? I don't even think we re, did. We review the last
3: Duke Deuce album. I think you did. Okay. I don't think I heard it, but I think okay. you talked about it.
0: Yeah, Duke Deuce is one of my favorite artists out right now, man. Like he he make a lot of good music, and I don't know how big he is out in the world, but he need to be bigger, man. <laughs> I think we need to hear more Duke Deuce. But um, yeah, check that joint out. Um, I listened. Uh, did you hear the Trippy Red and Playboy Cardi joint?
3: I'm not. Was it was it good Playboy Cardi or this new bullshit Playboy?
0: Cardi? Uh, it's Playboy Cardi. Okay. I, <laughs> I don't even know where the scale is with him, and Fair I don't even enough. know. I don't even know if this a a, a new new song, because um, apparently the the instrumental been circulating for uh, for months. So um, yeah, it's it's okay. It kind of got that rock star feel to it, and heavy bass. So it, okay. it, it's it's cool. I would check it out, but I don't know if you'll go back to it. I don't know if you'll put it in the serato. But um, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, man, yeah. Ch- uh, check out definitely check out the Isaiah Rashad and Duke Deuce joint.
3: Y'all yeah, check that out. And now is the new announcement, of course. uh TDE. Made an announcement saying, you know, we've been asleep long enough. We're coming out with new music. Somebody's coming out after a long absence. And everybody thought it was Kendrick.
0: Kendrick you No, know, Everybody SZA.
3: was expecting them to, Kendrick or SZA. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody expected Absol. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, I people, yeah. <laughs> but I think people, yeah. Uh, but I think people really thought it was going to be Kendrick. It was Isaiah Rashad, who, to be fair, had a longer absence than Kendrick. He hasn't made any new music in a while. I, I didn't even think he was on TDE still. <laughs> I think a lot of people didn't know what was going on. We didn't know if he was still rapping. Yeah. Like it had been a long time since he released like a, a whole new project. Mm-hmm. And apparently one is coming. He dropped a new song. I got to I meant to put that on my playlist, but I forgot. So I'll listen to that. I'll give a review next week. But yeah, I'm sure it's good. Isaiah Rashad's is legit, man. He Great is. rapper. Yeah, underrated. From Chattanooga. So got to put out more stuff out. <laughs>
0: From Chattanooga, Tennessee, man. I have, a, I have an aunt who stay there. I, I, that's <laughs> the only reason I know about Chattanooga.
3: <laughs> so what do you think is going on with TDE, man? Why are they not releasing music? What do you think is the... Do you think it's a label thing or do you think the artists just aren't recording or just aren't putting out music on their own accord?
0: I feel like they probably... Um, probably 2019 i f- i feel like they pr- was probably gearing up for 2020 but with covid i feel like they stopped everything they um they they didn't do anything at that point i i don't know i'm just kind of trying to guess the timeline uh, uh tde they haven't really released a lot of stuff In 2019, I want to say. I'm trying to... I think the latest project was probably that Black Panther um, soundtrack. But um, I feel like they might have been gearing up for 2020. I don't know if it was going to be Kendrick. But um, they were going to... I I feel like they was going to release music in 2020 for sure. But um, with COVID happening, I think they just took the uh they probably i'm guessing they took the year off to probably record some more and i think they gearing up this year i think i think they're going probably in the year with a bang
3: that's possible man uh we'll see they are announcing like they're actually coming out with more things in the future so we'll see but yeah they have been quiet for a while, I think you could be right. Maybe they planned for 2020 to be their big comeback year, and then things didn't work out. So. Yeah,
0: because when when was the Black Panther? um When did that come out?
3: 2019. That was 2017. 2017? God. Yeah, it's been Damn. a minute, man.
0: Okay, so um, yeah, yeah, four years. That's a long time from 2017 to 2020. I would probably say that's around the right time frame.
3: Actually, uh, 2018.
0: 2018? Okay, yeah.
3: So, so close. Enough.
0: that would have been two years. So that that kind of, I guess that makes sense for like a, a Kendrick or a Scissor. I'll say. So um, or for or I I don't I don't even want to say a Kendrick album would have came out last year, but definitely some type of single to mm-hmm. know that hey Kendrick got something. If it was from Kendrick or um, Scissor. It would have been something in 2020 like that. And probably um, some other, you know, Schoolboy Q's or um, whoever else on that label probably would have released something as well.
3: Yeah. And we'll see what the deal is. Uh, Hopefully, like you said, they'll end the year with a bang and release a whole lot of stuff we can talk about. Because like we said, I think it's going to be a big year. Um, Artists are, you know, itching to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, release their new projects. So I think that we're gonna see An f- influx of new music as the year goes on. So stay tuned. and of course we'll break that all down like we always do. Um, I think that's it for music. so let's get into some topics, man. Last mm-hmm. to talk about, a lot of stuff happening. Um, we're gonna start off with some shit that got some people in their feelings, I guess. <laughs> some superhero news. Uh, so it's already been reported that the uh, next Superman movie is going to be written by Ta-Nehisi Coates, who is a uh, black writer, um, author. Uh, does the, the, he did a lot of think pieces during the uh, you know, Trayvon Martin trial and, and everything in between, of course, with all these uh, incidents that's happened. And uh, he's also a comic book writer now. And he's apparently going to write the new Superman movie. And according to industry insiders, (laughs) um, Warner and DC are committed to hiring a black director to tackle what will be the first cinematic incarnation of Superman featuring a black actor. Um, So (laughs) black Superman is not just an above the law song It's apparently going to be a real thing. and people of course when this news breaks people are going to be in their feelings saying why is everything black why are you changing the race why can't white people have anything anymore <laughs> you uh, think but it'd be also like that <laughs> <laughs> oh I, <laughs> I, I think it's a, just a couple just a yeah.
0: couple maybe it'd, in, uh, it'd be some viral tweets
3: <laughs> from, <laughs> yeah a yeah. couple in uh, Alabama maybe <laughs> but uh there are also people who are starting to Throw around their casting ideas. I've heard Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I've heard somebody say Idris Elba, which I don't think they realize how old Idris is. But yeah. he's too old to play Superman. He's too old to play James Bond. People were talking about him being the next James Bond. He's too old to be James Bond. Yeah, I thought that so, was official.
0: I thought he was officially playing it. Or that, was that just a uh, conversation?
3: No, it was a room. It was okay. people were campaigning for it, but no. He's not going to be the next James Bond. I believe they're <laughs> going to make a black woman the next James Bond. That's the last thing I heard. Mm-hmm. They're going to make a black woman the next James Bond, but I don't know. I- I'm sure they will make a new black James Bond, but I don't think it's going to be Idris Elba. But...
0: Yeah, if anything, it's, it need to be the dude that um, got the same last name as him to play Franklin on. Um, <laughs> oh <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, that would be I'll, a good pick.
0: Yeah, I, I think he. I think that's somebody that's a super talented actor who got a, a high ceiling, because to me, when um, it's always a, it's always something about actors who can change their accents, who can talk like somebody else or play somebody else, like his Jay Z impersonation. You, it's something about actors who could do little stuff like that that can that that have a long lasting career. You, we see it with Jamie Foxx. Uh, I think Will Smith can do it to a certain extent. I think Denzel can do it a little bit. So um, I think he he is one of those guys who could do something like that. So I could I could see him playing playing that role.
3: Yeah, Damson Idris I think is his name. Yeah, um, British actor. Yeah, I think I don't know. I don't know. I guess I guess he could. Um, people are saying Michael B. Jordan. I guess because Michael B. Jordan is jacked. But yeah. they don't realize any 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 actor can get jacked. They on steroids, they on the meal plan, they got per, private gyms in their crib. Any actor can get jacked for a role if they need to.
0: Yeah, that, that that's the, not the that issue. That ain't the problem. Yeah.
3: But they, they want somebody sexy, I guess. So yeah. whatever. Michael yeah. B. Jordan is the sexiest man alive, according to Time Magazine. Yeah. So do, maybe people are campaigning for that.
0: Do you see somebody like The Rock? Playing as uh, a Superman, or is he too light or too? I think he's a little too big, too Jack.
3: He's too big. He's too old. Um, yeah, I don't see that happening. He's already playing Black Adam in mm-hmm. a DC, so he's already oh, okay. a DC. Oh, okay, Super I um, know
0: that. Okay, yeah,
3: he's already playing Black Adam, who is a, a villain. But I'm sure they're gonna make him a hero for his own movie. Yeah, but he's a villain in the comic books. Okay. So yeah, these are and if he was Marvel, maybe it could happen. That's DC. So yeah, he can't be that and Superman. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, but I don't I we'll, we'll see. What do you think about this black Superman? Are you excited for it? Do you care? Um I I'm interested.
0: I, I would like to see. It. I would definitely go see it. But um I think we talked about this early on, man. I was kind of curious on why um I, I was kind of shocked at these type of um producers and movie movie makers not really making these superheroes more black because I felt like that will, to me, that's the perfect way to pander to black people that will bring people out to the theaters. That's how black Panther happened. That's how, that's how black Panther broke all them, you know, uh, the numbers, the, the records and all that shit for, um, biggest movie. And I, to me, it's kind of shocking that they kind of catching on to this now. So, we probably gonna see more, you know, uh, black characters like black, you know, black Spider Man. I don't know if it was a black Spider Man or not, but
3: um, yeah, there is. is and they already okay. made an animated movie about him,
0: okay? So, yeah, I, good movie, too. I heard that was better than the other one. <laughs> it
3: heard. was really good, man. Really? I recommend, even if you went into animated movies, I recommend you watch that movie. It's called Into the Spider Verse, it's okay. on Netflix.
0: Okay, I'll check it out. But yeah, um it, it's not really surprising. I'm not really moved by it. I'm not about to be like, oh, this is history, guys.
3: <laughs> this
0: is, yeah, because I, I think at this point, I don't wanna say I don't wanna say these movies are pandering towards black people now for money, but I kinda get the I kinda get the sense of that at this point. I feel like they feel safe enough to make a black Superman or make a black um, um, James Bond, or these these main characters that used to be white, I feel like they're way more comfortable now to make them black, because that will bring out black people to go support it and watch it, and say, "Hey, this is Black History, guys. We got to support this." So I I you know, I'm not really surprised at it, but I am kind of intrigued to, to see how it is.
3: Yeah, man. And I, I I get the intrigue. I think we, we will see how Ta-Nehisi because I, I believe there's if they get a talented writing crew, I think they could probably make it work, um, and, and probably better than Black Panther. But as a comic book nerd or former comic book, I don't read comics no more, really. But as a kid growing up, reading a whole lot of comic books, I I, I don't like this man. I just don't in general like when they make white characters black. Because, number one, it just speaks to the fact that there are no good black characters in comics. Mm. If you're making the white, if you got to make the white ones black to have a successful, like Black Panther was always about a black person in a black country. Yeah. So that that's not pandering. That's just finally you fucking make a movie about somebody who's very popular in the comics and has been around forever. Like it was overdue for him. He should have got a movie before Ant-Man. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And I like Ant-Man, but Black Panther should definitely got a movie first. But when you talk about making Superman black, Superman is not black. Okay, (laughs) that's never been part of his story is dealing with racism. He's dealt with being an alien on Earth. And some people are like, what the fuck is a super strong alien doing here? I think that's That's, enough.
0: That's kind of racism. That I mean, that's low key kind of describing racism for real
3: <laughs> yes i just feel like and this is my thing because i cringe there was a scene i'm watching captain america and 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 the uh, winter soldier <laughs> and there's a cringy scene where they're walking out and uh falcons getting mad and suddenly like 18 police cars pull up yeah. And they say, Hey, is this guy bothering you? Hey, like there's, and you could tell this was the police brutality moment yes. that they were going for. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, why is that have to be so cool? Like, don't put this shit in a superhero movie unless it makes sense. Don't just throw that's pandering dog. It really is. <laughs> yeah. This is about superhero shit, man. Don't yeah. make this regular story and, and try to tie it into police brutality. There is a way to tell that story, but don't just throw it in there. And then yeah. they like, oh, okay, you're in a Never mind my dad. And they all drive away. Yeah. And that's it. It's like, okay, what was the point of that? Yeah.
0: What, uh, I fear... Yeah, uh, real quick, I don't want to get way off topic, but how did you feel about the old man in that... Uh, or did you finish the series?
3: I haven't finished it yet, okay. but you can talk about it.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to ask no, you how you felt you, about something. About the, the, feel, old, the old superhero dude. Did you get to that part?
3: Yeah, I got to him. I got okay. to him, How yeah. did? You,
0: uh, it, I don't know nothing about the comics or anything, so I don't know his character. But um, I guess, is that true? He was like the first black... Hero or a superhero, and he pretty much got locked up for it. Like, I gotta look up that
3: part. I was actually okay with that. Um, He, I guess, he was a guy who was fighting the Winter Soldier back like in the nineteen thirties or forties or whatever, and he had got locked up. And he was like a one of the super super soldier people. I'm I don't know if he's in the comics. I'm not that deep into it to know every character, especially the obscure ones. But I was fine with it. I didn't feel like that was making something black that didn't even be black. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was OK with that. That was fine. Like that. That's OK. But yeah. when you get into the whole police brutality by the police pulling up on the Falcon because he's black, even though he's in a hood. And I ain't never seen that many police cars just pull up on a random person in the hood for no reason at all. Yeah. But it, it was ridiculous, man. And that's what I fear about this black Superman there's gonna be that scene he where he has profiled. to deal yes <laughs> the, a, a cop he'll be walking around as Clark Kent and he'll get racially profiled get and maybe over. somebody yeah maybe somebody will try to put their knee on his neck but they can't because he's Superman so they'll just hurt their knee and then I'll just be in the theater covering my head and like <laughs> <laughs> saying why did this make it to the theater <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I fear, man. I fear that there's going to be that scene where he has to deal with racism. It's fucking Superman, man. Make a new character. That's what people were excited about Hancock because I guess Hancock was supposed to be black Superman, but that movie sucked. But mm-hmm. make a movie about a black guy with Superman powers yeah. and just make it something new. Yeah. Don't make a white Superman black just because it's the thing now to make things black. Yeah. Like, it's silly, man. Make your own hero. Stand on your own property. Don't take something that's what it is and make it into something it's not.
0: Yeah. You know,
3: I don't I, I, I don't care about the people crying about, oh, my, my Superman is supposed to be white. I don't care about that. I'm not talking about the racists. I don't care about them or how they feel. I'm just saying, I, I think it's kind of like you said, pandering and a little insulting to black people to. Just, just throw some shit out here because you think it's popular and it's a thing to do. And it's the end thing now to be, quote unquote, woke. Yeah. So. I,
0: yeah, I think. And that's why I mentioned Black Panther. I think that was the one that turned everything over because people was going out seeing Marvel movies. You know, it was breaking records before, but the way black people reacted to Black Panther were... People that didn't even watch Marvel movies, never seen a comic book movie, went out to support that and still support that to this day, especially since, you know, Chadwick Boseman passed. I I knew more superhero comic movies would try to do the same thing, try to make a, uh, a black Superman or a, a, a black Captain America or they would try to do shit like that to bring more people out. But I just don't think, I think, I think Black Panther was too, I, I, I don't want to say it was too black, but Black Panther coming out in Black History Month, that made sense. <laughs> that that made sense, just the the vibe of the whole Black Panther movie. That kind of made sense. You could kind of relate to it a little bit. But I don't think a whole bunch of black people about to come out and support black Superman. I don't think a whole bunch of black people... You know, going to come out because it's a, a a black Ant-Man this time or or a black Wolverine <laughs> or something like that. I don't think they just going to come out and support that because you, you got the people that fuck with comic book movies, but you got the people that don't. And a lot of people that went out to support Black Panther, they're not going back to see the other shit. They, they might have went to see Civil War or Xfinity, or not Civil War, but Infinity War and Endgame and that's it they're they not going they not going to see a black Wolverine so I I just <laughs> I don't know that's just uh, that's what I think about it but I, th- I that was that was my initial thought I, I just think more movies are going to do shit like this that get a black main person to bring more black people out because black say what you want man black people support mm-hmm. I know it's I know that's like a little stigma that black people don't really support black people but they support when they want to support. When it's something like this, they'll go out and and watch it multiple times. And we've seen that with Black Panther. So I I think I think people starting to realize, hey, we you know, this is a whole another audience out here. So let's let's fucking do this and get more people out here.
3: Yeah, and that's kind of my fear, uh, because I think that they're they're gonna tap that well until it's dry, mm-hmm. until black people are tired of the pandering and don't support it. And then they're going to say, you see, people don't support black people in these lead roles. So suddenly we can't get no black movies made on a major motion picture scale because the, uh, the movie studios don't believe in black movies no more
0: because it's not because
3: they, they pimped it too hard and now nobody cares about it. Mm -hmm. So now they're going to say, well, we can't green light any black movies because Hey, you don't support black Superman. So I'm not going to endorse this uh, movie about fucking, I don't know, the Black is Now, they already meant a Black Panther movie, but still <laughs> another historical Black movie. They're not going to support that because they don't think it's working anymore. So
2: yeah.
3: I don't know, man. I-, I feel like that's probably how it's going to go. But I- I'm just not excited about Black Superman. It didn't move me. But if you, you support it, I mean, do your thing. Hopefully they cast it well. Yeah. And hopefully it's not a bad movie. That's
0: all I ask. I, for. I, I, I wonder bad. so, um, is Ben Affleck too old to play Superman? Or did he just like turn it down? Or are they trying no. to go in another direction?
3: Ben Affleck was Batman.
0: Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, Henry
3: I, Cavill was Superman.
0: That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah is, and he, he, is he just like too old or or done
3: with it? No, I think something happened after Justice League was made. Uh, Basically, I I think they just decided because I think the uh, reviews for Justice League were bad. And DC was like, let's just blow this whole thing up, man. It's not working. Mm -hmm. So I think basically his contract either ran up or they didn't green light another movie. And so basically his contract ran out Mm -hmm. and he was done playing Superman. And I don't think he really cares about it. I don't think he loved the role all that much he's kind of a strange guy he's pretty interesting though mm. but uh i don't think he really loved the role that much That so he's gonna be like no bring me back <laughs> i don't think he really gave a shit mm. so and i think that was them trying to get the stench of those bad movies like batman superman and justice league they're trying to get that stench off so they're yeah. like okay wonder woman's working let's stick with that but let's go to the left with everything else that then they yeah. made joker joker did a whole bunch like the Billy at the box office yeah. And now they're back making R rated movies because they think that's successful. Yeah. So
0: you, you know, I was just about to say they probably gonna eventually, sometime in the future, um, make a black Wonder Woman. That's how you would get the black women out
3: there. <laughs> they yes, I don't think they're gonna make that yet. No, because sometime, black, sometime, white yeah. women support too much too.
0: Yeah, I said years down the line. I think yeah, they,
3: I think they will. I I, do, I don't be surprised.
0: I do not like this Wonder Woman man. <laughs> She
3: is, really the white one?
0: Yeah, the one now. Really? I, yeah, I don't like the way she I don't know, she kind of boring, man. Kind of kind of play. I don't know if that's her character, but just the just the way she run and all that shit, it just look, <laughs> it looks super goofy, man. I I never really care for
3: her. <laughs> I think she looks real good. I say that much. I think she looks good. I think she's beautiful.
0: No, no, you talking about the looks or just the character? The, the kick, the how she is in the movie. I'm not talking about her. Look. She is. Yeah, she looked good, but I'm talking about the way she, the way she played um, Wonder Woman.
3: Well, to be her fair, character. I haven't seen either Wonder Woman movie. Oh, okay. So I can't really judge. I saw Justice League, which she was in, and I thought she. And I saw Batman vs Superman, which she's she was at the end in that. And I thought she was okay there. But I do agree. Like I don't I don't think and I think that's I don't know. I wasn't a fan of the fact that she's so skinny. I mm-hmm. feel like she should have bulked up. I mean, she's supposed to be an Amazon. It's a Wonder Woman, dog. She's supposed yeah. to be big, built, like you could have yeah. lifted a couple of weights yeah. to be in this role. <laughs> yeah. But she looks skinny as shit, throwing grown men around, always look kind of goofy. <laughs> and and yeah, I think it might be the writing that has her super boring. But I don't know. I don't think she's a great actress either. So I don't know. But she do look good. That's all I cared about. That's all those movies. Um, other things going on this week. Um, Fifty Cent is now a Houstonian man. Yes, he's a land of the trill. Fifty Cent. Has moved his himself to Houston. He met with the mayor. He took a picture in front of the Astrodome for some reason.
0: That old ass thing, man. Shit, I know. Yeah, that yeah. thing
3: that's falling apart the seams. <laughs> but yes, he is in Houston. I think he is doing some kind of movie or something. And he, he, I think he posted why, but I didn't read the whole thing. Why? But point is that 50 Cent is in Houston. He has moved to Houston. He is chilling up in here. Doing his thing. Uh, are, are are we going to get him on the podcast?
0: now? It's I was just about question. to ask that, man. <laughs> you, th- you think it's possible we could get him on the podcast?
3: Uh, see, 50 Cent is a type of guy who is like, I'm not going to do nothing unless I'm getting paid for it. Or it pays off for me. You think way. so? I don't, I don't think he does things out of the goodness of his heart.
0: Mm.
3: I don't. I don't think he's gonna do anything unless it's gonna make some money for him.
0: I'm, I i do not know, man. I, I could kind of see that, but to me, um, you know, he's been promoting this liquor for God knows how long. So, um, he's super easy to get in contact with as far as like meeting them out and about. He he throw a lot of events. He's at a lot of clubs. And my sister actually took a picture with him one time. He he did like an appearance at a liquor store. So uh he be out and about. I'm wondering if we could get him on to promote the liquor somehow somehow. Not just have him on just to have him on, but mm-hmm. if he had something that was going on and he did like a little tiny run, media run. I feel like that's the only way we could probably get him on. And I oh, definitely I, I, think he, I think he'd do it, especially if we say, Hey, we gonna promote we gonna promote the fuck out of F and vodka, or something or whatever vodka yeah. he, or liquor he got going on. I think it's possible. I, I I think I think it's more possible than uh, uh more yes than no to get him more if that makes sense.
3: If the situation cause that's how we got Jay Prince on too, full disclosure. Yeah. yeah. But uh I think it's possible if he does a press run, um into he actually was out here, I want to say a couple years ago, um, near where I live now, hmm. in uh close to league city, um, at a specs. Uh, opening his new promoting his new liquor, and I said maybe we should all just go down there and bum rush him and say, Hey, <laughs> let's do uh, get him on a podcast. Yeah. But uh, I think we're recording the podcast at that time, and he already gone, so yeah. But I i hope it's possible, man. We'll, we'll let y'all know. Um, that'll, that'll be crazy if we have 50 on, man. I don't even It'll know. There's too many questions I have for him to yeah. fit into 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah, and,
0: so, yeah 50, 50, I know, um, just looking at his career and how he is in the public, we kind of look at him like, oh, shit, you got to watch what you say around here. He might beat your ass or something. But he seemed like a genuine nice guy just from people who met him out and about. He wasn't all this this rough type of guy who, you know, just go off on people. I, he seemed like a generally nice guy. Even remember, he took the picture with the transgender, and mm-hmm. Young Buck was pretty much being an <laughs> ass towards the dude, which or, is hilarious. Towards, yeah, and <laughs> and Fifty Ashley. how he ended up. Yeah, and Fifty Ashley had his arm around the transgender. So it's it seemed like he's a he, he's a super cool dude. Like no matter what. So I think if we have him more, I think he'd be one hundred percent genuine.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. I think if we had him on, it'd be a great interview. Yeah. Because Fifty Cent will answer anything he's asked, and he don't mm-hmm. care. Like he's very blunt, but he's not gonna be. He's not gonna be a, a PR person. Yeah. A uh, oh, I can't talk about that. If we ask him his opinion on a rapper, he ain't gonna be like, "Well, everybody in the game's good." You know, they're doing anything. Yeah. They he's gonna be honest about his opinion.
0: The the one thing I won't ask him about, I will be nervous to ask him about, is game. <laughs> I don't know if I could ask him I, I, because I feel like that's probably the one beef he probably lost. <laughs> or uh, really, the, yeah, I think that's the one. Not, not, I'm not counting the Rick Ross, but
3: I was gonna say, yeah,
0: I'm not gonna, counting the Rick Ross, but early in his prime when he was dissing everybody for real, for real, I felt like that was the one person that probably got him who who was barring the fuck out of all of them because game. Remember, game had three hundred bars. Towards them, yeah, and he never really replied. He he might throw a little shot, but he never did like a full blown diss on towards Game like that.
3: Yeah, and that's why I kind of don't count it because I feel like Fifty Cent didn't really actually participate in that beef. And I feel like after knowing how we what we know about Game now, it like I'm sense. sure all that shit was his fault. Yeah, you know whatever problem they have, I'm sure it was the game's fault because he's bipolar as hell. One day he think you the worst, the next day he on your dick, like he he he's really bipolar about his shit. And yeah, it it, it was silly. One day he hate Jay Z, next day he love him. So after hearing his antics, like yeah, I don't count that against Fifty, but I do the, the Rick Ross thing. I actually do because that's somebody Fifty Cent actually tried to end and he couldn't. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, but but see what that I felt like 50 wasn't in his prime during that time. No,
3: it's fair. I,
0: th- I, I feel like New York was still trying to hold him up a little bit. But this wasn't, you know, obviously wasn't get rich, die trying or massacre. So I think that was towards that was towards the end. Curtis was I think uh the album Curtis, that was kind of towards the end, too, because that's mm-hmm. when he started beefing with. Cameron, uh, I, I guess they was joking around a little bit, but um, he actually named the album after Cameron. Yeah. it's <laughs> was calling him Curtis. So Curtis. I, yeah. <laughs> I need to play
3: that one day. That shit was That's just hilarious. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah,
0: we I, I'm going to try to get 50 on the podcast, man.
3: If anybody can do it, you can do it for you. If I know if you don't do it, it can't be done. So yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, they have some kind of press run coming, and hopefully, he uh, will will give a uh, a burgeoning boosting the but the big the, the best podcast in Houston. Hopefully, he gives us a shot, man, because I think it'll be a great interview and for you guys to listen to as well.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. It's it's interesting because remember we used to do a podcast with ESG, um, mm-hmm. and um, he all he never cared for Fifty Cent. And remember, yeah. remember that. And and I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but um, I I, I can't remember if Lloyd Banks might have said something that kind of rubbed them the wrong way. But um, I wonder. I wonder if Fifty Cent cool with people in Houston as far as like the Jay Princes, the you know, the um, the legendary Houston artist down here. Is he good, or is this like a you know, it don't matter type thing.
3: Probably it for because most, it's,
0: but it's super interesting. He decided to move to Houston out of all places and announced it like that,
3: yeah. And I, I think it, it, it is for some projects he's working on, but yeah, I think his reputation in the city. I don't know what I can't speak for Jay Prince, of course. You know, mob ties, we got we code of silence, the Omerta of the mob ties. We don't <laughs> speak on these things. <laughs> But um, as far as ESG, ESG actually never told us what his beef with 50 was. I, I think it's something that actually happened, and he kept saying, you know, all I want is him to say something. I'm going to let y'all all know what he did. Yeah, But he never really told us, man. So I don't, I don't really he, know what ESG's he's, problem he's, He said
0: he, a little bit where uh, I, I'm i not sure if um, I'm not sure if it was in a song or he he was it was a radio interview, but I remember him saying something like Lloyd Banks was, I, I, I guess he said something about uh, Houston rappers or something. It was it, I, I wouldn't say it was a diss song or a big old shot, but it was like a little jab. And um, I, I I don't know if they was in Houston doing the show. And um, long story short, they was looking for him or something like that. And they wouldn't leave the hotel. I, I remember ESG saying something like that. We got to get, get him on the kind of- Yeah,
3: we do. It's been waiting. a while. I ain't talked to ESG in a minute, man. We got to yeah. get him on the podcast again. If we can nail him down, he's a very hard man to uh, <laughs> uh, pin down sometimes, man. He yeah. be out and about.
0: Yeah, but uh, um yeah, I, I, he's not a fan of 50 Cent like
3: that. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. We'll find out how. We'll Maybe we'll get ESG on first and then we'll figure out. It. And then we can use that to parlay to eat the 50 cent interview. Be like, hey, you hear what ESG said? You want a rebuttal? Yeah. Do it like the Vlad TV way, basically. <laughs> anyway, um, other things to talk about, man, we we're talking about 50 cent. Now we got to talk about his good friend, his dear friend, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Um, I'm sure you've seen his figure has been all over fucking social media. <laughs> um, so Floyd Mayweather has some kind of face off. You know, he's fighting Logan Paul, I think next month or very soon. He had a face off with Logan Paul. And during this, Jake Paul, Jake Paul is the one who's been, you know, I guess, making waves in the boxing world. He beat Ben Askren. He beat Nate Robinson and in the, in the Tyson fight pre fight. And he's been trolling a whole lot trolling these MMA UFC people talking about he's going to beat them next. He's been rolling up on Floyd Mayweather and he rolled up on Floyd Mayweather again. Uh, he rolled up on him and it's all caught on video. He got into his face. He said, hey, if you really make, make it a double, make, make it me and my brother. <laughs> Two matches in one night. You got to fight us both. And Floyd Mayweather, like, okay, sure, bring it, which, you know, he won't do. Yeah, But um, they get into each other's face. They start talking shit. And then Jake Paul steals Floyd Mayweather's hat and runs off with it. And then Floyd goes crazy. He chases him down. He's like, no, nah, don't disrespect me. Going crazy, yelling, hair clearly unbrushed. It <laughs> hasn't been brushed in a while. I didn't
0: even know he had hair. <laughs>
3: yeah, me neither, he man. He had been bald. Yeah, I'm surprised he grew that shit out. But yeah, so... Uh, Jake Paul was bragging He made a video bragging about oh, I got Floyd Mayweather's hat Floyd Mayweather is going crazy Talking about he's disrespected <laughs> um, Everybody on social media Is acting like you know I'm interested now Oh, This is getting good I might actually buy this Fight now wow this is crazy <sighs> Figgy what what are you, What are your Thoughts on this whole thing number one Do you think it's real And number two, does it make you intrigued for the upcoming Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul fight?
0: Um, When I seen this, it made me not... I wasn't going to buy the fight either way. But this made me really not want to buy the fight if if I even had a 1% chance of thinking about buying the fight. But do I think this is, I guess, real? Or that, that whole situation was real? I think... I, I'm not sure I'm not a boxing expert so I don't know how these press conferences really go if they um if some if, if somebody actually get to a fist fight there would would it um would it match in at that point or would they lose the money or I'm not sure how that go but to, it's just i don't know it's it's really a clown show man <laughs> like i i just don't get it uh, I don't understand how people are so excited to see this shit, man. Like you took a hat, you took the dude's hat and ran. Like I would be more intrigued if he, if he smacked the hat off and stood there face to face, then I would be like, Oh shit. He, he really trying to, you know, get his ass whooped at this point. I would be more intrigued then, but for the simple fact he took the hat and ran, it's just like, man, what the fuck is, is this high school where you just take a nigga's hats off and running with it and, Throwing it and all this other shit, so this uh, this is really a joke, man. I really feel bad for um, diehard boxing fans because I I don't rem I don't ever remember shit like this. I remember the uh, people excited for the Tyson and Holyfield fight, and you know if you look back in the older days, the Muhammad Ali's, the just that that amp up to a real fight, a real boxing match. And now you got this type of shit, man. Like, just imagine, just imagine looking at a um a press conference and Muhammad Ali knocked off somebody's hat and ran. Like that shit is a joke. I, I know um, um buddy ain't a real boxer. I know Jake Paul ain't a real boxer, but just this type of shit is a joke, man. This is 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 really is world star status, man. <laughs> I just don't. I, I just don't get it, man. And they about to make a shit ton of money from it.
3: Yeah. And to be fair, the, the tactic is nothing new. Ali was doing this uh, back in the day as well. I remember his, uh, I don't remember, but I've seen video of it. And he, uh, when he was fighting Joe Frazier for the third time, he was going around calling uh, Joe Frazier a monkey, making monkey noises, throwing monkey dolls at him. Like, doing a real trollish, really coon shit, honestly. I think that that really affected my perception of Muhammad Ali after I saw that. <laughs> I think that was because he was basically making fun of the fact that he's dark-skinned. Mm. And he went hard on the shit he was saying. And was it was some... It sounded like some shit a Klan member would say, talking about how his IQ was slower because he's dark-skinned and shit. It was crazy. Mm. So, yeah, uh, this kind of kind of trolling and, and goofy things to build up a fight is nothing new for the sport. My my only problem is like, this dude ain't a boxer. He's a YouTuber, man. Like this, <laughs> this dude is not a boxer and this is not a real boxing match. You know, it, it is a fight for the biggest trolls, basically. You know, you have a retired Floyd Mayweather at 40 plus and you have this 20 something year old YouTube star who a few years ago probably decided he wants to try and box. Yeah. So it is bad for the boxing world, I feel, because this shit, once, once you prove this shit can be sold, that's all they're going to do now.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And, and it's getting very, UFC, people I used to respect are talking about they want to fight Jake Paul now. And now it's getting to a point where it's like, okay, you're just thirsty for money. And mm-hmm. you don't care about the integrity of your sport or any sport. You yeah. just want a couple M's in your bank account for fighting a YouTuber on on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And it's embarrassing, man. It's embarrassing. Floyd's going with, through with this um, now. Now, as to whether it stays or not, I, I don't know. Part of me thinks that Floyd wouldn't make himself look bad on purpose. But also, I know Floyd will do damn near anything for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And he knew that nobody really cared about this fight. Maybe they were given instructions by Triller, who's putting on this fight, I think. Um, maybe they were saying, hey, we need more people invested. Because it worked. Yeah. Now suddenly everybody's talking about, now I care about this. Now I kind of want to see this fight. Now I kind of want to buy this fight. So it did draw interest, and it did do what it was supposed to do. So, so part of me so, feels like. Oh, good.
0: So I want to. No, go ahead. What's the state, to me, when you say stage, what's. What's the stage part? Just being there and saying, hey, just talk shit. Just don't hit each other. And he going to do a couple things, but just, you know, please uh, don't fight. You know I mean, we need to sell this fight. So what's the stage? When you mean staged, do you, uh, like what, what do you mean as far as stage?
3: I <laughs> think that they planned the hat stealing thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think because, of course, every because, yeah, it, it is goofy that he has so much security around him and Jake Paul just walked up to him with no mm-hmm. problem and got into his face. So to that extent. Yeah. But I mean, that happens in fights all the time, so whatever. But I think they staged it to where the hat stealing thing, Floyd going off. I think that was probably staged yeah. because that was the if nobody would have cared if it was just Jake Paul getting into Floyd and they wore face. But the hat thing is what really made it take off. Mm. So I think they basically got together and said, hey, look, what can we do to make this fight with Logan Paul, who is a less popular Paul at this point in the yeah. fight world? We yeah. got to sell this fight. What can we do? Boom. Because I think people are confused. I think a lot of people think that Floyd Mayweather is fighting Jake Paul. He's not. He's fighting his brother, Logan Paul.
0: Yeah. I, so, yeah, but, I couldn't tell the difference, honestly. <laughs>
3: yeah and and it it is they they look alike and shit so it is confusing but no but i think they were looking for a way to sell this fight and i think they got it so i don't know but it is embarrassing i'm sick of it i wish it would go away but it's not and i just tuned out
0: yeah I'm, i'm just curious man because um to me i probably would be more intrigued if if um, Buddy then knocked his hat off in his face and stood there like, "What's up?" and they kind of get into it like that. If it was going to be staged, so I'm I'm kind of curious. Like, I just don't. I don't. I guess we all talking about it, but to me, to sit there and come up with a plan to sell his fight, and somebody say, "Hey, I got a good idea. Why don't you get up there, um, take his hat and run?" I, I'm just I'm just curious if if it was staged and i i do, i kind of agree with i do think it was somewhat staged but that was the best y'all got <laughs> to go out there and just say hey take his hat and run and uh, i mean it worked yeah it it did but i felt like if if we going to put on if we trying to if let's say we was in that in that meeting or whatever and we trying to figure out that we we trying to get more people to buy in to this fight I probably wouldn't even think of that. I would probably say, hey, let's push each other around or something or or take his hat and stomp it or something or or spit in the face. It would be something like that where I'm like, oh, shit. He, like this shit he did was crazy. I know he about to get his ass whooped. Now I might have to watch this. But it's just hard for me to believe that somebody actually came up with a plan to take his hat and run.
3: Yeah, I mean, it could be real. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I'm 100% sure. Of course, I don't know. I'm not behind the scenes. I don't know these people. I'm just guessing based off of the reaction I saw and, and how Jake Paul just rolled up there, that it seemed to be staged. But it could be a number of things, man. It could be they negotiated this. Maybe the original plan was to, hey, you guys scrap a little. And Floyd's like, no, nah, I can't do that. I can't have this dude embarrass me like that, even yeah. for the fight. So he says, hey, okay, let's just have him take your hat. That way, none of y'all take an L. He looks like a punk from one perspective, and another perspective says, hey, this guy got a win on Floyd. So it's kind of a a win-win for both of them, and Floyd doesn't look weak or super weak in the exchange. But if he actually like traded hands with Jake Paul, that, yeah. that would make Floyd Mayweather look weak unless he <laughs> instantly knocked him out because he's a pro boxer and Jake isn't. Yeah. So... Maybe, but I don't know. It's all yeah, speculation. It's
0: just yeah. It's just weird the whole hat stealing thing because it could. I to me, I would be more. It would seem more realistic if if Buddy had like a bottle of water or something, and he just kind of mm. threw a cup of coffee or something like that. Where it's just like damn, that was kind of in the moment. That's kind of disrespectful. But the the to take somebody hat and just run, and then you go ballistic like that. It's just it, like I I I do think it's staged. I don't know. It's just weird. I, like if if I was in that situation and somebody just took my hat and run, and or ran, I I, I would have be been like, man, what the fuck is this dude doing, man? Like, like dog. Like I got more hats than that. Like this dude. Like what's wrong with this dude? He ran. It's
3: about the respect, Vicky. It's about respect. If, respect. Now, Put some respect on my name.
0: Now, if he took my hat and just threw it threw it on the ground and stood in my face then I will probably have a different reaction. I will probably be like, man, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck you think you are type of thing. Then it w- it, I think that will be a little different. But it's just, I don't know. It's just, the whole point is, this shit is a it's a circus, man. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing.
3: Yeah, it's a circus, as has Floyd Mayweather's last fights, especially with Conor McGregor was a circus as well. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't really care about it, but... Whatever. People what, are intrigued. Are you watching? Wanna... Are you watching? Hell no. <laughs> no. I'm not even going to bootleg it. That's how much I don't care about it. Like, I'm not even going to stream it. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Whatever. If y'all want to see the destruction of sports, fucking be my guest. My thing is, man, like, you know, people really don't fuck with boxing because I think of this because I hear people whose opinions I respect in sports talking about how this is good for the sport and how this is making people care. Imagine if, let's say, a, uh, uh, a a random celebrity wanted to get a group of celebrities and play the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> for an exhibition game. Yeah. This is what it's like, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what it's like. A bunch of celebrities playing the Steelers in an exhibition game and everybody sitting here actually entertaining this and acting like it's good for the sport. Yeah, it's not. It's goofy, man. It it ruins the integrity of everybody involved in it. Yeah, on it, the professional side.
0: Yeah, this kind of remind me of um how battle how battle rap was when regular rappers was trying to get into the battle rap scene, like the the Joe Buttons, the I forgot who else, but it was some other regular rappers who was trying to get into that scene, and the real diehard battle rap fans was kind of like nah, man, like. What the fuck is this type shit? And it it was kind. of, I don't want to say it made it die down a little bit, but it was kind of like ah, it's, it's a little watered down. We don't we don't want to see fucking um, Drake battle rapping because I think he yes. might have threw it out there too. But it's yeah. like we don't we don't want to see that type shit. Like we don't care about this is something else. Like y'all do y'all songs and all make y'all hits, but nah, this is this is a whole nother level right here. And it seemed like rappers at one point was trying to get into that. I don't know if it was like a pelt on the belt or pelt on a wall or something. But at one point it was like rappers was trying to jump in with in the battle rap scene too. And it was kind of like, huh. Eh.
3: remember that Drake studies battle rap for a living. Remember <laughs> he told you that. Okay. He studies this for a living.
0: I believe it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Qualified.
3: um so anyway uh other things that's happened all right we have to chime in on this dr umar versus kevin samuels (laughs) debate uh kevin samuels we talked about that on the podcast already he is a i guess relationship coach life coach whatever he is a guy who gets on youtube and talks about how wrong women are and how weak men are for putting up for their bullshit and he is very he's very well known now for his spicy takes, for his basically dogging women to their face, talking about how they ain't shit. And uh, speaking the same thing about some men sometimes, talking about how, you know, you got to up your value as a man, et cetera, et cetera. He has a pretty growing fan base of, I think, probably mainly incels at this point. <laughs> but he, he is getting a fan base. He is getting, you know, a lot of attention on social media. And Dr. Umar Johnson, who <laughs> we all know as the Prince of Pan-Africanism, I think he <laughs> calls himself uh, King Kong of Consciousness.
0: <laughs> he
3: has a bunch of nicknames for himself. An uh, infantune day something. Uh, yeah, he, he calls himself a lot of things. And he is a, uh, a spokesperson. I don't know really what you call him. I, I, get, <laughs> I guess he's a, uh, a a speaker. Is he a he real? Speaks. Is he a real doctor? I don't even know. Honestly, <laughs> I would assume if he's called a doctor, he so. is. But I don't know where he graduated from or what his degree is in. But he is a very, admittedly very, very verbose, very uh, uh, inspirational speaker. In terms of what he talks about for the black community and what people need to work on and how people need to overcome white supremacy and things like that. And he he says some things that you're like, damn, he's actually right about this shit. <laughs> then he also says some shit that makes you scratch your head and be like, what's he talking about? Like the Naomi Osaka stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, that pissed me off. Somebody tabbed me into it. I, <laughs> I ain't even planning no on watching. I seen the headline. I'm like, nah, I'm not watching that. What he was saying about that didn't make no sense to me. uh, I'm sorry. It didn't make no sense.
3: Yeah, and he does that. He'll have you one minute. Like his his points about Joe Biden, I thought were on point. But then going off on that Naomi Osaka thing, you ruined some of your credibility talking about that bullshit, man. Like all the (laughs) problems we got. In yeah. this country. You're talking about this, Naomi Osaka this, not playing for Haiti.
0: Yeah, this girl went out there with Black Lives Matter. She mm-hmm. tweet she went out. She one of the biggest tennis stars out there. And she, you know, some people want to protect their careers by not even weighing in on that shit. And she was doing that. She was weighing in on all that shit. She was yes. tweeting and retweeting and um, you know, Brianna Taylor. She was saying all that shit, man. And you sitting there pissed because she ain't. Because she ain't play for Haiti. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's, I don't know. That just pissed me off, man.
3: No, it was annoying. <laughs> and, and yeah, for him to go on a national radio station and say that shit was some bullshit. Because he also talked about how black people shouldn't criticize each other publicly like that in front of white folks. But then he did anyway. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Point is, we're introducing you to who these people are because they apparently have some beef going and, and some beef is brewing between them. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Samuels has already kind of dissed Umar in the past, mocking him for not having the school built, mocking him for having two children with women he didn't marry, mocking him for basically being a fraud. And uh, Dr. Umar had a, a Instagram live video where he called out, quote unquote, YouTubian life coaches <laughs> or, or something like that. <laughs> and uh, here, here's what that sounded like, him going in on Kevin Samuels, allegedly women I count about a dozen I'm gonna call them the dirty dozen of division
2: the triple D the dirty dozen of division there's about 12 members of the dirty dozen of division 12 beta males YouTube life coaches who are trying to build a platform by making black women feel bad I don't like it I, I, I can't appreciate black men trying to make a dollar off of making black women feel bad and unfortunately our black women some of them are so thirsty for validation that they're participating they're participating in the attacks and slander against the black female community and that's not acceptable (laughs) that's not acceptable no black woman should ever subject herself even for amusement, even for amusement, even for amusement, the black black women.
3: Uh, so, yeah, that went long, longer. And he basically called out he didn't he never said Kevin Samuels name, but from what he was implying and saying, it sounded like he was talking about Kevin Samuels because Kevin Samuels was like the most popular person who's doing this right now.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't do that to uh, uh, C, B or C list. Yeah, YouTuber
3: who was doing this. He just said it's YouTubers, and he t- mentioned people stealing his content. He mentioned people, uh basically, like you said, heard in the clip, making women feel bad, and getting money off of it. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if Kevin Samuels has responded yet. I don't know what his YouTube schedule is like,
2: <laughs> um, but
3: he has been growing in profile. Like you, uh, he was on the Joe Budden podcast recently. And he's been growing in in notoriety, man. And people have been at his neck looking into his past, seeing, you know, what the shit, what kind of shit he's been up to. So (laughs) how do you feel about this battle between Kevin Samuels and Dr. Umar? Do you think it's entertaining or do you think that uh, we should be more united as a community?
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's hilarious, man. these two are the last two I would have thought would be going back and forth like this. Uh, I don't know. I just, it's just weird seeing him weighing in on Kevin Samuels out of all people. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. Kevin Samuels is kind of the puncher bag right now, man. Uh, especially for um, a bunch of women. Black, a lot of black women do not like him. It's, it's it's funny. A uh, friend of the show, um, Nifertiti, she she actually cool with him. She n- not cool with him, cool with him, but she actually like him. <laughs> she actually fuck with uh, a lot of shit he be saying.
3: <laughs> so I, you talking about Kevin Samuels?
0: Yeah. Oh wow. So I thought that was I thought that was a little hilarious. I believe it. Yeah, but um, yeah, man. I think uh, I don't. I th- I I I just think everybody do. Stuff of clicks, man. Even Dr. Umar, I, you know, I respect what he do. I respect him, you know, trying to, you know, I guess, take up for black people, but it's, it's just like, it's just weird how people just take their phone out and try to weigh in on shit. And it's like, why, like, if you got a problem with somebody, man, like, just, I guess, just move on or go directly to that person. It's just, it, like what do it? it what's the payoff for him doing that? I just, to me, I just don't get it, man. Um, I feel like people like him, people like Kevin Samuels, all, always doing everything for for views, for clicks, for likes, for money. I just, I, I just can't respect. I I just can't respect this, man. I, I just can't.
3: Yeah, yeah, and it's definitely we see a lot of people. I think a lot of people on, on not just YouTube or Instagram, like on Twitter, Facebook, they they they're they're making a career or at least you know getting clout off of saying things that they don't even believe.
0: It's not even they ain't they ain't even getting money for it. They get they just yeah. like the clout,
3: <laughs> clout and attention. Yes, so. Yeah, I think there's a lot that's going on, and that's my problem with the Kevin Samuels thing. I don't think it's legitimate coming from him. I think he's just found a lane and is sticking to it. And Mm -hmm. Dr. Umar, like like he said, I respect some of the things he says, but some of the shit he be way off base on, man. And he doesn't never really seems to, you know, consider another perspective. He just thinks he's right because he and he bigs himself up and talks like he's a fucking rapper at times the type of shit he'd be talking about himself and two other people. So I don't know, man. I think it's entertaining to watch them fight. It's kind of like Guys Love is King Kong in the <laughs> black people community, man. Like yeah. these people, there's fighting, doing the most. They all got big vocabularies. They all talk a lot of shit. Seeing them fight is entertaining, but ultimately, I don't care. I don't see any of these guys as being leaders of anything, honestly. I think they're just blowing a lot of hot air and I think anybody who takes them too seriously needs some help.
0: Yeah, like, you, you can't take these dudes seriously, man. And when you think about it, if it wasn't for social media, where would these guys be? Ugh. <laughs> I mean, at I mean? At least we have jobs. We are actually in the media. You know what I mean? We're not, we not doing this shit from a basement. Or, uh, <laughs> I, I know there ain't no basements in Houston, but we're not doing this shit from our bedroom. And just, no. you know, blogging and all this other shit. <laughs> but I don't – it's just – like, where would these guys – like, there would be no um, Derek Jackson. There would be no Kevin Samuels. I just – it's just – I don't know. It's just so whack, man. I, I, no, I ain't really got the words to <laughs> put together on this situation. But it's just, it's just kind of trash to me, man, because these dudes are – to me, it's it's not like weighing in on a team or a basketball team or covering a, a football team or something like that. These guys are actually giving advice to women and and some men, and they're taking advantage of it, man. They they they, they looking for people who are are, are um with people who have low self esteem and. They taking advantage of them, man. They get, they doing that shit the poor views. Uh, I was listening to Kevin Samuels, and he said he. I guess he started this a little uh, a little while ago. I guess, and um, he 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 started off. I guess trying to give advice for I guess a, a, advice for men. I want to say I want uh, or bigging up women or something like that. And he mentioned how that wasn't getting a lot of views. Until he started kind of trashing the women a little bit. Or I guess in his words, keeping it real. And um, that's when he started getting the views up. So he just kind of stuck to that. And to me, that, that just rubbed me the wrong way too. It's, it's goofy. And I think, I think to put these people out of business, we just need to stop listening to these niggas. We need to stop retweeting that shit. Because that's that's how that's what they get in the clout from us even talking about it. But they will go on to something else if if women stop paying them any mind.
3: Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing the social media has really taught me, too. I think people just want someone to follow. And I don't even think it's so much as like politicians. I think it's celebrities, entertainers, motivational speakers. Because I see people talking about this like it's fucking uh, 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 Malcolm X versus uh, Martin Luther King or something. <laughs> you know, they're talking like it's really more serious than it is, and and they're talking about now nah, Kevin Samuels has been like they're they're talking like stands. Yeah, and it's like man, these people are not to be supported on that level. You can laugh at them. Think their clips are funny, but there are some people who are get defensive when you say that Kevin Samuels was on some bullshit. yeah, and it's like, man, who who raised y'all? Dog? Like, well, why do y'all believe in these YouTube people so much? You gonna defend them online against haters? I don't, I don't see it, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I think that's enough on this topic, man. It is what I just thought it was entertaining, but <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I don't know, I don't care. I'll, I, I am entertained to see. I want to see they got to go on Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's not going to be a versus. People got to stop saying that. They got to go on Breakfast Club I, and hash it out.
0: No, I would like to see them. Um, I would like to see somebody like a um, Dr. Umar call in on the show because yeah. I think I think uh, Kevin Sam, do do a. I want to say like a YouTube. Show. I don't even know what type of show that is. I think it's it's definitely a Zoom. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him pop in and them hash it out like that. Not not no disrespectful shit where you know Kevin hang up on them and all that other shit. I want to see them actually go back and forth and talk their shit.
3: <laughs> Me too, but I know it's already gonna be a bunch of screaming and talking over each other. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be <laughs> hard to hear. But we'll see where that goes, if it goes anywhere.
0: I, I can't wait till this trend die out, man. <laughs> I, know, yeah, I, don't, I, know, I know I said enough about uh, these type of people, but I can't wait to this trend die down, the relationship guru trend.
3: <laughs> I don't think it's going anywhere, man. I think with social media and people propping these people up, I don't think it's going anywhere. Yes. Ladies, but,
0: stop paying these dudes attention, man. Yeah. You don't listen to dudes like this for relationship advice.
3: yeah we'll see we'll see hopefully it does die down but i just doubt it man i think people are being more introverted than ever and they think they need help in these areas so just go outside people i promise you it's not as bad as you think it is online (laughs) anyway anything else happened this week man should we wrap it up there
0: um yeah uh now my okay i was gonna ask what you (laughs) think of the um the Texans draft, but they ain't really fucking
3: get nobody like that. Uh oh yeah. So we did react to the QB, uh what I already forgot his fucking name. Davis. Mills. Mills. Davis Mills <laughs> who I heard somebody on in the loop talk about like he was fucking the next Aaron Rodgers. So <laughs> <laughs> who said I'm that? Like wasn't somebody on in the loop talking about how great he is or how great he's gonna be. Oh wasn't in the loop. That was yeah, yeah.
0: I think that, uh we had his coach on. From college Oh okay so of well, course Yeah of course, course
3: he's he gonna hype him up Yeah <laughs> But then again Dabo was right about Deshaun Watson Yeah Talking about mm-hmm. he is the uh, But I, I just wish that Deshaun's problem Was as simple as gambling <laughs> <laughs> That's my yeah. only wish man Yeah
0: that made gambling Look like a fucking Bible
3: study man Nothing Nothing <laughs> it, It's ridiculous to even remember People got upset about that Yeah Like it was a big deal Back when oh, no, no, He's a compulsive gambler yeah. really of all things he could be as a biggest athlete on earth the problem was he gambled too much with money he could afford to here's lose mo- his money yeah who gives a <laughs> shit man but <laughs> whatever so uh the draft man i don't know like they got a wide receiver nico collins yeah. i saw that um Okay, like I don't know these players to even have a take on them. I could read their draft profile, but we'll see what happens on the field, man. That's really all I got for the Texans. Yeah, uh, Rockets tumbling down to being the worst team in the league as well. Yeah, they might get so, that first overall pick, man. So. I hope we we dog. I know they the des- draft is they rigged.
0: Des- they deserve it, man. The rock. I think the Rockets deserve it.
3: The the way James Harden left this franchise in shambles. We need the first pick, man. I think yeah. everybody would understand. Fucking, I think that David Stern would rig it so the Houston Rockets yeah. win. I don't they, know about David they, Stern. Yeah,
0: they 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 got to rig it for Houston, man. Because if you look at the bottom teams, I I, I think I want to say um, the Timberwolves. Or Ale- is, who who at the bottom? I I I, I want to say Houston is probably the biggest city that's at the uh, that's close to the worst team. So it it, to me, I think I think Houston deserved the number one overall pick. They haven't had it since Yao Ming. So I I, and the way, like you said, the way James Harden left, I think um, they definitely deserve they deserve deserve it to start over.
3: Yeah, sixteen wins, man, and fifty one losses. That's the worst in the East and the West. Damn. The Pistons have twenty wins, man, yeah. and they're the worst in the Eastern Conference. The Cavs Timberwolves 10, have twenty. Yeah, Rockets have sixteen wins.
0: So, so you got the uh, in the East, you got the Pistons, Cavs, Magic. Um, um, in the West, you got the Timberwolves with twenty, the Thunder, the Kings. Uh, see, the Rockets is the big. That's the big market city right
3: there. Yeah.
0: So it makes sense for the for the best player to go to that team, to me.
3: Like, you know what the sad thing is, too? Mm. The, the, the Thunder are intentionally tanking. <laughs> like, they're losing games by higher margins than any NBA team that's ever lost before. <laughs> the Rockets tried to win this year, man. Even after yeah. James Harden left, they tried to win had, this year. They and they're John still the worst they, by far. Yeah,
0: they traded for John Wall.
3: Yes, DeMarcus Cousins, who's now gone. Yeah. You got Kevin Porter Jr. Like they they tried to make this work, man. JC On Tate, they tried to make it work. Yeah. And that's what's sad because we tried to win this year. Yeah. The,
0: the plan wasn't to tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. It's, yeah they, uh, looking at the record, they deserve the number one. They they should get the number one out of the Cavs and who had it like four or five fucking times.
3: Yeah. The, Timberwol- like
0: it. the Timberwolves, who had the top two pick. Probably every year, and the Thunder got the Thunder had Kevin Durant. They they, they ended up with Kevin Durant, uh, Russell Russell Westbrook. They they had like five top five picks.
3: They had three point. MVPs on their team at one point. Man. Yes, come on now. Yes, that's their fault. They gave away James Harden for nothing.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah, they they deserve the 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 Rockets deserve a top um the top pick.
3: Yep. Cade Cunningham, man, it's gonna happen.
0: <laughs>
3: He's gonna turn things around, hopefully. Yeah. But I doubt it's gonna be that quick. <laughs> anyway, uh anything else? Baseball, Astros, or uh, um, I know you're... Brandon's case Scott got, got into some trouble because he announced that uh Justin Verlander was gonna have a press conference today, and everybody thought he was gonna retire.
0: Oh really? And, and
3: Justin <laughs> Verlander actually had to put a tweet out saying, "Look, I'm just giving an update on my health. I'm not retiring. A, play for a long time. I don't know who put that out. Damn. And everybody got mad at Brandon. Brandon didn't even say he he's going to retire. He just said he's going to speak. <laughs> Y'all drew that conclusion, not him. Leave the black man alone. Damn.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, I uh,
0: seen, uh, I seen, I seen, I seen the Michael B. Jordan movie. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, even yeah, I don't even, oh, yeah. what's the
0: name of that damn movie? I don't even know. Uh movie.
3: Tom Clancy's some bullshit ass military movie. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna call it that. Yeah. I don't um, know. <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. I seen commercials for it all the fucking time and it looked terrible. <laughs> yeah,
0: but um I seen that movie. Um I I I was confused the whole time to be honest. <laughs> From the from the without
3: uh, remorse is what it's without
0: called. remorse yeah that's it yeah. but um from the previews it looked cool but just uh, it's not to me it didn't look like an action film man it the, the in the preview it was weird how he just set the car on fire and hopped in the car and was you you seen I'm sure you seen that preview or you probably didn't but um yeah this is in the preview he just set the car on fire and he just hopped in the car trying to get information from somebody the fuck yeah it was just we it was weird and after the after that scene he just I guess he killed the guy and just uh walked out of the car like how could you do that and the car is burning on fire like that and I, I know it's an action movie and a lot of shit that be happening don't really happen in real life. But just that scene kind of, I kind of rolled my eyes at that scene a little bit.
3: See, that was symbolism. You got to catch the subliminals. That was symbolism. See, (laughs) Denzel was on a movie called Man on Fire. So Michael (laughs) B. Jordan, who was the next Denzel, had to be in a car that was on fire so he could walk out of the fire and be the next man on fire. See, (laughs) now we're saying Michael B. Jordan is the next Denzel. Let's, uh, booked.
0: Man, fuck this movie. Let's get to the uh <laughs> to the real shit, the real posts I seen uh talking about Michael B. Jordan. So um, you know, I'll be scrolling on Twitter once or uh Facebook once in a while. And somebody made a post saying Michael B. Jordan getting up there with Will and Denzel.
3: Oh God.
0: <laughs> what are your what are your thoughts on that, man? Do you think he get you think he getting up there?
3: i think uh whoever posted that is smoking crack um i don't know what else to say like what level because denzel okay that that's a complete joke will smith i think people overrate his acting skill i think he basically has one acting mode that he's in in every serious movie he's in but even then like the movies, he's gross. The, the things he's done, the franchises nobody knew what Men in Black was until he did the movie, and now it's a franchise. Nobody knew what Independence Day was till he did it, made a Native franchise. Bad Boys, so many movies. Yeah, he had a bunch of flops here and there, too. But for the good part of the mid 90s through early 2000s, blockbuster films were ruled by Will Smith. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is nowhere near that. He hasn't even proven he can be a leading man in a f- real big Hollywood film. He hasn't. He was great as Killmonger. Everybody loves Killmonger. I don't think he was even that great in that. But whatever. <laughs> he was good in Creed. That didn't count because r- fucking Sylvester Stallone was Rocky. <laughs> People saw that as a Rocky movie featuring some nigga who's fucking Apollo Creed's son.
0: <laughs>
3: so Like These are not things that Michael B. Jordan carried by himself. He has not proven himself yet. I'm not saying he can't get there, um, but no, he's nowhere near either of them. And I think just say you think he's sexy and leave it at that, because I'm assuming a woman said that. Yes. Yes, Yeah, of course. Of course she did. So (laughs) just say, damn, Michael B. Jordan, fine as a motherfucker and leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make up shit about him being close to Denzel or Will Smith. He's not even close to Lawrence Fishburne. He's not close to who else? Daniel Kaluuya. He's yeah. not close to Chadwick Boseman. He's not close to Idris Elba. He's not close to, shall we go down the line of big <laughs> black actors that he's not even close to yet? I, I Look, he's not close to any of these guys. Like, I'm not saying he'll never get there. I'm sure he'll keep, you can tell, you can tell the machine is working for Michael B. Jordan right now. They you want can him, tell. They
0: want him to be the next big Yes. Thing. Yeah.
3: You can tell. So I think the machine, he, I think he will get there to a point, but to say that right now with what he's put out so far and what he's done, he did it. He just did an Amazon movie. Come on, man! Den, imagine Denzel in his prime doing a movie for free. Not <laughs> not saying he didn't get paid for it, but doing a streaming movie at the peak of his box office power wouldn't happen. So that's all I got to say, man. Hate to say it to that lady, but I think she's smoking crack. <laughs> that's now, crazy.
0: No, I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not too harsh on uh, Michael B. Jordan, but I just think it's extremely too early, man look when you look at people like Denzel during their during their primes i would say their primes is probably the the um mid 90s is that fair to say mid 90s yeah but maybe a, a Denzel or um a Will Smith i would probably say like them two they had their breaking out movies where you like oh shit i might not care for them as a person but i know Will Smith was in Bad Boy or he, he he he's all over the place at this point. Or Will Smith was in um, the way he played um, Muhammad Ali was insane. This was this was amazing. Um, look at Denzel. Denzel played Malcolm X, which you know you said he should have got a uh, award for it. And then uh, Training Day. You could you could go to those movies right now, or even during that time, you could go to the movies and say, damn. Like, you got to see this, man. Like, if you don't do nothing else, you got to see these movies. What what can you say about Michael B. Jordan? What What's a movie you got to go to to see with Michael B. Jordan? I, I, I think the I, 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 Oh, no, I was just saying. I just don't... I just really don't know. I don't think... That, I think it's a little premature, man. I think he's doing his thing now. I think he's the flavor of the month right now. But... I just think if you're gonna be up there with Denzel and Will Smith or getting close to it, you gotta have those. You gotta have those go-to movies, that breaking-out movies of, damn, he he did his thing in this. I don't think he ever had that. It, you can even look at Daniel Kaluuya. You you point to Get Out. You can say, hey man, he did his thing in Get Out. You can point to a couple other things. I just don't. I just don't think he have that yet.
3: He 100% doesn't, man. The popular pick would be uh Black Panther, but that wasn't his movie. He's honestly barely even in that movie. Yeah. He don't even show up until like I want it's like 30 minutes into that movie. Yeah. So and and and, yeah. and and
0: and do you agree that comic book movies have a stigma when it comes to um I guess um the Oscars and I guess I guess real acting movies, I want to say. Yeah, definitely. Because you don't really see you don't, you don't really see the actors in these comic book movies getting an award for the comic book movie or being considered like, damn, he did his thing in that movie. The, I think the only one I would see is is the uh the guy who played Joker, the um uh, the one who passed away.
3: Joaquin Oh, you're talking about Heath Ledger?
0: Yeah. That's the yeah. one I see people saying, "Oh, man, he, you know, did his thing," but a lot of people feel like it was a death award. <laughs> but um I I just I don't know, man. It's, I just don't know what Michael B. Jordan movie I would point to point somebody to go watch if if they want to see how good he is.
3: I would point to the episode where he gets shot in the wire. Like <laughs> see pe- that that was good acting.
0: Where he you know? peed on himself.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Where's
3: Wallace? Where's Wallace? <laughs> yeah, man. Um you know another thing, cause he brought up the death award. You know what's fucked up? Chadwick Bozeman couldn't even get a death award at the Oscars. That was embarrassing, man. It was, man. That he was in line for Best Actor. Um, and it went to Anthony Hopkins. Damn near dead and decrepit, and who wasn't even there. Damn. I don't think he even had any family there. So nobody was even there to accept the award. I think he said he was asleep during the Oscars. <laughs> but Anthony Hopkins won the award for what Chadwick Boseman father father I think it's called it's about a guy with dementia mm. so I'm sure I heard I heard from somebody that was actually a pretty good movie super emotional but mm. Chadwick Boseman died man you gave mm. Heath Ledger an award for a comic book movie because he died you yeah. can't give it to Chadwick Boseman yeah. and I had not seen that movie either he's in what's it called Miss something something I forget the name now but you know, Charlton Heston was a great actor. Died, yeah. probably his last chance to get that award, and it went to Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, that fucked it, up, man.
0: Yeah, and they made it seem like he was about to get it too. That's the crazy part yeah. about it. It was like the whole setup. Like, okay, okay, we 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 see what they're doing here. Yeah, we would. I would have knew what it was if he got it. I wouldn't have been mad. But just the way they set it up, man, it's just. It was like, huh?
3: <laughs> they really pulled a bait and switch because the whole thing they had a uh, the digital artwork of him that they gave to all the nominees of his face. Then they flew his whole family out to sit right there and watch him lose the award
0: to a, to somebody that wasn't even there.
3: Yes. Yeah, It was crazy, man, because usually, like you said, I, I saw all the stars aligning. I was like, okay, we see what's going to happen. Chad would going to win. And I wasn't even mad. Usually I don't like things like this, but I was yeah. okay with it being Chad with
0: both Yeah, me friends. too. Mm-hmm. And they
3: couldn't even throw him that bone. <laughs> yeah. Fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Do you, that annoyed me. Do you think that
0: has something to do with, uh I, I know the, the comic book, the Black Panther wasn't nominated, but do you think that comic book, stigma affected that it has
3: something to do with that uh no because Anthony Hopkins has been in some cheesy ass movies too Anthony Hopkins was in The Mask of Zorro which was basically a comic book movie mm. um, Anthony Hopkins has been in some not so great movies you could say Hannibal and fucking uh, what's it called Silence of the Lambs was just some schlocky I mean I thought it was good but you know those aren't typically Oscar bait movies. You know, I can't remember if that won an Oscar or not. He might actually won an Oscar for uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs*. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, man, like I don't think that had anything to do with it. I just think they were on some bullshit and they said, "Hey, you know, the Anthony Hopkins is so esteemed and powerful in this movie, we have to." They, they, I think they're always worried about them not looking pretentious and artsy enough. Mm-hmm. So the Grammys will sometimes just throw people bones and you can see it. But I think the Oscars is one where it's like, no, we have to preserve that we're only about the highest art in film. So we can't ever throw anybody a bone, even if they deserve it. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and they could be scared that (laughs) it might be a Halle Berry type situation where they gave Halle Berry the Oscar. Then the next movie she did was Catwoman.
0: <laughs>
3: so maybe they 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 know that Anthony Hopkins ain't gonna do no embarrassing action movie. Maybe they thought that Chadwick Boseman his next movie was gonna be I don't know something more silly. I don't know, but uh, yeah, man, unfortunate.
0: Yeah, it's 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 crazy. That's and at that point, it's like why why pay attention to this shit, man? <laughs> if, if because this ain't like the Grammys um the oscars shit like these award shows always let us down man some type of way they they always they always do this to black people man
3: (laughs) they do man it's sad and every year we think it's gonna change we see the same shit so whatever that's why i don't feel anything when they say black lives matter i don't see anything when they say you know support we have a All these black presenters this year, like, no, getting the awards or shut up, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, but anyway, uh, is that it, man? Anything else to talk about? Anything else happen? Anything else we got to talk about?
0: Um, the new uh versus happening for Mother's Day, right?
3: Oh, yeah, SWB and Escape, the long awaited battle, yeah, (laughs) between these two groups. That stood the test of time and definitely aren't corny played out. Yeah. Of course, Tiny is banned. Is she not She's doing been canceled. It? I very much doubt she's going to be. Okay. There. I'll be shocked if she's. <laughs> I was she kind of
0: curious. I, that's the only reason I want to watch to the, the see if she's still doing it.
3: That would be like Ron Isley bringing in uh, uh, R. Kelly on Zoom. <laughs> From prison to say, hey, I know he fucked up, but he's here. No, they can't. With the allegations, and they're they're getting crazy and they're not stopping. They can't have time. It's like Deshaun
0: Watson showing up to the team. Yes. The team. Basically, yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Showing to his cheesesteak restaurant. Nah, man. Sit
0: this one out, buddy.
3: Yeah, you got to stay in the cut a little longer. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, that's happening on Mother's Day. And I feel no ways about it. Will you watch, Figgy? Will you support? I'm
0: 920? a I'm a peep at it. Like I said, I'm gonna see if she's there, and maybe stay for a couple songs and just see how I look. But I don't have trailer on my TV, <laughs> so um, I, I, I'm not about to be looking at my phone the whole time watching that on Instagram yeah. Live. So I'll I probably I'll I probably tune in a couple times, but nah, I don't think this one for me.
3: Yeah, I agree, man. I'm not hyper-excited about it at all, but good for them for still making money. I'm sure a lot of women will watch it and enjoy it and act like all these things are, you know, nostalgic and classic. And, ooh, I can't believe they Escape played this song from
0: 1994. We need to bring back uh,
3: this type of R&B. Yeah, what happened to this? And the funny thing is, number one, men wrote these songs. Number two, most female R&B was them begging or crying about a man. Yeah, <laughs> which they're not going to make these songs today. Yeah. So any woman saying we need to bring this type of music back, think about what you're saying and read the lyrics first. Yeah, Beyonce, you're the one for me. That was a song about a, a nigga who already got a woman, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you want to take them.
0: Yeah, Beyonce, so. Beyonce messed that up by making an independent woman.
3: Yep. <laughs> now she, and that 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 might have changed the tide. That might have turned the tide, man. Before that. <laughs> It was all about loving a man even if he cheats. Yeah. Now Beyonce makes independent women. And now suddenly we gotta hear Adele tell us about how she ain't need no man. We gotta hear Rihanna say they fuck all these niggas. You just on my hit list mm-hmm. and all this shit. So <laughs> yeah, it was it was Beyonce's fault. So I blame <laughs> her. Anyway, man, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Need that Anita. Yeah, there we go. There we go.
0: Give her, her masters bat too, man, please.
3: Does she still not have it? Nope. She's been whining for years now, man.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Suck it up and either. Do a versus. Yeah. We, we will campaign hard if you do a versus. Don't tell me not to play your music, though, because I'm a key playing. We
0: play, play We it. play this every Saturday, man. Yes. Every Saturday. Cleaning up on the podcast. This <laughs> always played, man.
3: Timeless music, man. So, yes, like we said, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, all the men who gotta entertain your baby mama slash wife slash your own mother. You know, for our thoughts are with you as well. <laughs> Hope you we make it out of this weekend okay. Can he give his uh,
0: baby mama a Mother's Day gift?
3: Oh, uh, <laughs> mmm. The timeless debate on Facebook that never ends. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you everybody for rocking with us. Uh, we appreciate everybody Jasmine gonna be on to help us break down this J. Cole album next week probably you know we will try to I'm a, be we'll, I'm gonna
0: bring her ass I'm gonna try to get her ass in studio man
3: she, she needs to come back. she needs to make
0: yeah. some time for us she now, never had no time damn, for us
3: damn right <laughs> you know if our name was bleep 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 she yeah. might make some time, but now nah, We just yeah. some niggas on a podcast. Tell
0: her we got Travis Scott tickets. She, oh, she damn. Be no. up she, here here. In a
3: jiffy. she be here in a jiffy. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, yeah. We need to get in the studio, man. Maybe we'll get a reunion next week, man. I'll be yeah. in the studio. Man. Okay, let's yeah, some-
0: yeah. Let's, let's make it happen.
3: Yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening and rocking with us for yet another week. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. New big things coming soon. We already got y'all. Jasmine, thanks for everything you do in the behind-the-scenes promoting the podcast. Even though you bugging the shit out of us, but we love you. We need we need that energy sometimes, so we <laughs> love it. And uh, yeah, so everybody, take care. Figgy, hardworking man in, in radio. Keep him ten to two sports radio six ten, of course. Every day doing the damn thing, doing the damn mixes, doing the damn drops. You know that's what that's what Figgy do, man. For everybody out there, love y'all, take care, and peace never.